Sir. Wedge? Imperial. We've decided not to leave the ship. We've run right into those Imperials, and you know how well these transports fight. You might as well get your group out of here and whistle up some help. We'll never be able to hold out. There'll only be 300 troops aboard those dropships. We'll have a better chance against them than you will against a Star Destroyer. Come on, get going. saying it anymore. Tell you about it later. Captain's turned thing over to Organa Solo. First good news I've heard today. All right, here's the scheme. You need to four your crew to hit those dropships. The rest will concentrate on attack fighters. With luck, we can clear them out before the next wave gets here. I don't suppose we've got any backup of our own coming. Captain says there's a star cruiser on the way. Don't know when it'll get here, though. Okay, let's do it. We'll do a one-on-one. -on -one. Choose your target. Go. Watch your back, road leader. He's still with you. Go face him. I'll be there in a minute. Don't bother. Nice flying, road leader. <laughs> My turn. How we doing? We're done. What about the dropships? I don't know. Goal three. Goal four. Report. Uh, we got six of them, Gold leader. in a second-floor guest room filled with tall ales and taller tales. Join a group of grown men intent on discussing the intricacies of fantasy and science fiction. Tim Gilbert Media presents... Hello, all you fans of Jug Jack Bars, Treggled Booths, and Hardcore Crimbid Fanatics. This is the Dungeons and Dweebs Podcast, Episode 28, Dark Force Rising, Part 2. I'm your host, Bob, and reading about the plight of the Nori against their evil Imperial overlords, I find myself seeing similarities to our own struggle in this universe against our evil reptilian oppressors. Poison Colmgrass? Oh no, my children of light. The Earth's energy grid which surrounds us like a pair of loving space mother hands has been defiled by the reptilians and their corrupting Archon dust, which will enslave us all. But fear not, there is hope in the form of the website tachyons.org, where those of you who are not sheeple can purchase your positive vibe-enhancing tachyons sacred geometry quartz oscillators, quantum fluctuation resonators, and countless of other products given to us by our benevolent friends from the stars, the Palladians. Give the gift of self-actualization this Christmas. But I'm not alone. Across the table from me, his use of the Tachyon Ascension tools have given him the power to clearly decipher the filamental strands and intricate weavings that are the plot of this book. Concentrate on his deep, 
velvety smooth voice, and it will act as a focusing lens to channel healing energy from the galactic center directly into your energy field through your heart chakra. It's Luke. Okay, first of all, hashtag not a sponsor. <laughs> not a sponsor. We, I am going to talk these guys up. We don't have those. I am feeling so self-actualized right now. We don't have sponsors. Bob, Bob joined a cult. Not, not a sponsor. Hi. Hail Pleiadians. <laughs> My God. Hi, everybody. Um, welcome back to reality in episode 28. Uh, today we are covering part two of the, re the Red Rising. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm about a year, Rising is in the title. I'm about a year <laughs> off in the space time continuum. You're so rising. You're so self-actualized. Um, yeah, I don't... I Stop. You're throwing me off so bad. Let's just get this going. To, hey, to my left... You might know Kanja Club, but have you met Kanja Club? <laughs> oh, brilliant! Good morrow, my young apprentices. They came to me in the shower, don't ask. Weird. That's a little behind the scenes. We didn't, we didn't need to know that far. <laughs> Try this again. Good morrow, my young apprentices. It's almost that time of the earth year again. Winter solstice. Time of year when a large majority of the people on our small spinning sphere come together like a ketonic and his oboe and an orlatin and the, on the keys looking for the little drummer boy to round out their katana Christmas trio. Woof. When you live somewhere where the winter months make you think Dagobah has a sunny climate, you appreciate the increased daylight post-solstice almost as much as Uncle Klob appreciated this Zeltron goddess that has helped me get through the long dark nights. Again, not a sponsor. I tell you what. <laughs> Nothing activates my kyber crystal like a high pheromone-producing magenta female in a North Face park and a pair of Carhartt bibs slinging back a saber light in a fish house just a few miles outside of Fort Ypso. Again, not sponsors. <laughs> anyway, across the table from me, he once studied under that 60s swinging Jedi icon, Oh, behave. <laughs> <laughs> He's the chameleon to my doctor, the Terry McGintis to my Bruce Wayne. Neil, how are you doing on this fine day? I like that last reference there. That's <laughs> oh, I have to pause here because I actually have an intro for once that I actually was prepared for this time. Wow. I know, this never happened. So fourth chair prepared. I am ready. Fourth chair being prepared. Ready. It's okay. not an intro anymore. You've already talked too long. <laughs> intro. Okay. I'm we? missing his stats. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's we? a dolphin. The people of the United States... In order to perform a more perfect union... Oh, shoot, I got the wrong video up. Dang it. I found the preamble to the Constitution, not my intro. I guess I don't have one. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I apologize. I guess I don't have one, so I'll have to make something up like I normally do. It's almost like I planned not having an intro already. That's true. Anyway, it's good what? to be back here in the basement, not super, the second floor guest room. Super not planned like this podcast. Exactly. What a twist. Oh, boy. It's a twist. We are back from uh, such a long hiatus. I feel like we're emerging from some sort of a winter chrysalis cocoon. What's going on? Ooh, Sadly, carbon freeze. Carbon freeze. Oh, there we go. That's, Star Wars that's on brand. That's on brand. That's good. <laughs> I think we're almost at actual Do we have to though. pay Disney? A <laughs> oh, okay, a Jedi meditation? Yeah, <laughs> Disney Maybe. might hear us. Shh, it's true. <laughs> Wherever you see something Disney related, they can hear you. Mickey's always listening. <laughs> That's why he's got those big ears. Oh God! <laughs> oh my! Oh. We have ways of making you talk. 
<laughs> Those early cartoons are dark, man. Oh, God. Mickey, no. <laughs> As you can tell, we're actually really happy to be back in the oh, studio. We're very I mean, happy. Yeah, I am time super to be back pumped to be the, back here. The pseudo studio anyway. Well. Pseudo-studio. <laughs> How long will this be a bit? I don't even know. As long as we're in the pseudo studio, it will <laughs> I, be I a made, bit. I've made a lot of progress. We're back on the old microphone because the other one did not sound good outside of a studio. I gotta say, well, that's yeah, the problem. Right. Is the, the other one was too good a microphone yeah, yeah. to be in a hollow yeah. space like this. Yeah, yeah. We once it was all recorded and in the bag. We mm. kind of realized what the audio quality was like, and yeah. we're, oh man. Yeah, I mean, I was like. Editing the episode, I'm like, oh no, yeah, because like we barely had enough time to get in here to get that recorded, let alone like scrap it and come back and do it and again. do it again, yeah. Which is actually not something foreign to us. Uh, one of our Dragonlance episodes, like way back in the day, yeah, was recording on the internal microphone on the laptop, and we had to scrap like 45 minutes of recording and start over. Yeah, again. oh, that was yeah. But we did it all in one night. Yes. We yeah, just yeah. stayed. Yeah, that's yeah. when Dragonlance started the whole train of being a curse. Hannah's plan. I just messed everything up. <laughs> I think that's when we like start getting angry about Drake. See, <laughs> that's what caused it. We're upstairs. Had you been hot. in a better mood, everything would have been fine. Actually, I don't think that would have helped. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Well, I tell you what, we're excited. We really want to get into this book. We got some listener feedback. We got some other stuff going on for Tavern Talk. I tell you what, we have some Day Tripper IPA over there from the Sun Planet. Uh, <laughs> If you Someone's want to got to keep you guys in check. <laughs> that is true. We don't no, make we don't make any money. No sponsorship here. I said tipper. It's day tipper. Oh, sorry. I IPA over there. It's a little pale ale that comes from one of the sun planets. They mm. brew it in aged barrels that just rotate in space. Oh, that's awesome. Amazing. Zero G brewing. <laughs> Zero G brewing. It's 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 even better than nitro. Oh, I will yes. tell you that. Yeah. All right, so sweetheart, come on, bring those over here. We got to get started. We got to get rolling. Woo! Neil, those are pesos. Hey. We don't serve there. Do you have any blue milk? Oh, what am I supposed to find in it? Oh my goodness. It's bigger on the inside. I want to go to Kashi Station. Oh, power converters. Well, okay, okay, it's not a detonator. It's just a jammy dodger. What are the B-boys? Tavern talk. All right, well, it's cold outside. The wind is blowing, but Luke's uses lightsaber. We're all huddled up inside the swarm body cavity of a tauntaun. It's bigger we, on the inside. It is. We uh, we got our drinks in our hand. There's a thick uh, thick smell of carababa tobacco with just a hint of aramudu spice. Aramudu. <laughs> yeah. Um, is Niles Ferrier in here with us? <laughs> Crap, run! <laughs> Why can everybody smell where I am? Hey, but this is Tavern Talk where we take... 20, 30, Hour. five hours to talk about our, uh, our nerd universe. And it's been a long time since we've been in here, but we're going to keep it quick. Uh, Luke, what's in your nerd universe? Well, aside from FedEx uh, screwing me over and trying to deliver something five hours early, um, <laughs> I, I ordered a computer and I, I didn't get it today. I was supposed to get it today. I'm really angry about it. Um <laughs> On Netflix, um, here's a little uh, callback to a callback. Um, Travelers Season 3 came out. I believe the last time I brought this up, I said, I don't know how they're going to do a season. I don't know how a season can come out after this. Um, not going to spoil anything, anything. Spoiler free. But uh, it redeemed itself in my eyes. I thought the end of Season 2 was pretty sketchy. That's, that's the one with Eric McCormick, right? Yes. Yes, have you started that one yet? I have not started that one yet. I would, um... I mean, I don't know if... I don't know if I can... I mean, watch it. It's gonna be fun. 
But just, like, buckle up for the ending, because I did not see that coming. Um, and I feel like it left a lot of loose ends everywhere. I, I don't know, the end of season three is either a season finale or a series finale. I don't know. Mm. Because it because it came out of nowhere. Interesting. So that, uh, I actually, I found that on Netflix, like, when I was, like, going to bed one night. I'm like, okay, I can't start this now. I'll be up all night watching this show. So I, I, uh, I threw it in my queue, got ready for it, uh, went to bed, and then uh, that last this last weekend, I uh, just binged that show because it's once you start it's it's the typical Netflix show where they always end stuff like on an up note yep right makes sense you know I don't know any like typical you know streaming service where they just want you to keep watching yeah they got that's just what they do that's just what they do anyway uh that's basically all I've got I've been you know working on clearing out the space for a new studio so we can actually get things rolling Really exciting. Maybe some filming. Yeah. Ooh, spoilers. Um, Yeah, very exciting things coming once we get in there. Um, But that's all I have. Yeah. Kanja Klob, what do you got? Uh, I'm still in my my binging, uh, hey, I got internet finally, and so I'm just streaming (laughs) everything. It's it's a lot of nights of myself and Mara Jade curled up in the recliner. Um, For those of you who don't remember, Mara Jade is my chocolate lab. Uh, (laughs) I mean, I'm still jealous, but... (laughs) Of us curled up in the same. recliner watching series. Um, Luke, you had recommended a couple episodes ago, uh, Altered Carbon. Oh, that's right. Absolutely yes. awesome. Yes. Um, the problem is there's no second season yet. Yeah, right. So uh, I've done a second one now where there's no second season called American Gods. I have mm-hmm. not watched yes. that. And it's based on Neil. It's it. Neil Gammon has become real big, real big now in TV series. Mm-hmm. He's got another one coming out uh, in 2019. Second. Uh, Second series of American Gods is coming out. It's uh, it's cool, but it's weird. Yeah, yes. American it is very American weird. God is super weird, but it does turn out to be super cool yeah. as it goes through. And if you have kind of a handle on, you know, even just a little bit of a handle on a couple numerous mythologies right. from around the from around the the Earth, yeah, um, it does help things make more sense. Uh, before I get into the next sci-fi thing I'm going to talk about, the other thing I just finished watching the first season of is Mayans MC, which is the Sons of Anarchy spinoff. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you, really you were, good. You were really into the original. I loved Sons of Anarchy. Okay. I was super into Sons of um, Like I said, I, uh, with Sons of Anarchy, I have I have biker friends that I've nerdily suggested uh, The Punisher to um, because they liked Sons of Anarchy. Okay. Um, Mayans MC, it, it, it's cool. And I will say this as a pale boy from northern Minnesota. The fact that it takes place on the Mexican border, on the U.S.-Mexican border, and it's about a Latino biker gang, there are obviously things that I'm not getting. (laughs) (laughs) A couple references going on here. There are are a lot of, and a lot of the shows in Spanish with subtitles. But it's written by Kirk Kirk Sutter, who wrote Sons of Anarchy. It is really cool. It's really in that biker vein. It kind of takes an interesting spin with another biker gang on it, so it, right. it, it's 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 a dude soap opera. Okay, that's cool. It's that's it's cool. it's a soap opera. There's love triangles, and occasionally somebody gets beheaded. Hey, that's always cool. Yeah. I like beheading. beheading I am good. three quarters of the way through Cloak and Dagger. Okay. Oh. Have you watched oh, this yet, Neil? No, I have no desire to either. Um, it has its moments, but it is super like it. it and uh, Cloak and Dagger is an old Marvel property. Uh, originally showed up in the Spider-Man comics, and then they uh, branched out on their own. Um, and it's 
uh, partners who have dueling powers, but it's super teen angsty the way they're doing it in the TV show. Well, it's on freeform. Yeah, it's on freeform. So you got to understand that it's That's on freeform. And and the, but I see how I see how it, it it is Marvel's attempt to look to try to pull in that younger audience, mm. to try to pull in that tween teen audience that is you know that is watching Supernatural and is watching. Um, Though the a lot of those other like mm. I, I don't even know what they are. <laughs> I would I would say like I would say like Mean Girls and Sabrina, yeah. but that would date that like <laughs> old probably. like like old Sabrina. There's yeah. new Sabrina. There's though. a new I, Sabrina. I've heard really I, good. I, I apparently, it's scary them. as bad word. I've heard really good things <laughs> really? actually about. New I really? corrected myself right there. Thank um, you. <laughs> I'm gonna finish out the first season. Uh, it's got some really cool effects to it on how, especially how they do how they do the cloak effects. Um, and for those of you who read comic, Cloak is a he's he's just a dude who has control of the void, and so okay. they have some really cool. They do have some interesting TV effects where he's got the void coming out of the sleeves of his shirt and some things like that. Um, but I always loved Cloak and Dagger as a kid when they'd show up in Spider Man because I always thought they were just an interesting crew. So mild recommend. Okay. Um, it does plot, but like I said, Altered Carbon, American Gods, Mayans, MC. Um, the other th last thing here is it is it is Christmas time in in the United States in well on Earth. I guess. I'm so used to, I'm so used to making references to holidays and now after in Halloween United, and Thanksgiving, it's Thanksgiving in the States. It's Fourth it's of Day. July, it's Labor Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it is coming up on Christmas. I've talked about these before. I seriously can't say enough about these things. These. Uh, Lego Star Wars building kits. Oh yeah, they're cool. Where you build these not eight to nine inch action figures. I just mm -hmm. got Han Solo, and I will show you guys this because this is so freaking cool. It's the nine inch Boba Fett. Oh, Boba's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> and I just got these for my son for Christmas, and they're sitting on the counter right now. Oh, that's cool. And I have yes. to wrap them, but I'm having a very hard time not opening <laughs> yeah, them in the last week here two. before Christmas. Should have bought two. Open up the box with a razor blade. Put them together. Play with them. Put them back in. But they're very cool, and my son has four or five of these other things, and he loves them. Uh -huh. Um, and they're all, and he. He he plays with them as action figures, but then right. he has them all he has them all displayed on the bookshelf in yep. his room oh, in like right. fighting cool. positions and stuff. They're cool. They are cool. Um, so with that, that's I've rambled I, on I here. Can't, before you pass it off, I can give you some good news. Before you pass it off, Altered Carbon was renewed for a second season in July of 2018. I did see that actually. And um, these guys are speculating <laughs> February 2019. You know, October 2019 at the latest. So it's coming, and I'm actually that—that that makes me. You talking about it got me excited, so I had to look it up, and I'm excited again. Well, and with everything, I'm—I'm—I I have a little bit of my own old man angst about like all the cancellations that rolled through in November. Yikes! <laughs> <laughs> For things like Luke Cage and Daredevil and all these series. That, Why are we I'm bringing like, this up again? I'm like, no, please don't, don't cancel it. this one. At I'll least give them the two. Yeah, but I—I I, yeah. It's Disney's launching its own service. Well, of course. So, it is. Yeah, I think we'll see them some iteration. Because Disney owns uh, everything. Yeah, yeah. We'll see oh, them allegedly in two years at the earliest. Yeah. Jeez. Because of the contract, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. But there was, as soon as it ended, they'd have to wait two years or something like that before uh, they take it. But well, the truth of those rumors, who they're knows? They're separating the wheat from the chaff. Neil, what have, you been, what have you been rolling through in your uh, last little nerd bits? Well, I, I, seen, you I wasn't in a good mood. Now I'm some, not, though. You posted some books to our website on your Friday. Hey, hey, books! Books. <laughs> yeah. I haven't been reading those recently. <laughs> Sorry, but anyway, no, um, I'll get to that when we do some user feed or listener feedback on there. Oh, but okay, cool. As we've been going through, uh, 
man, you really stole my bit there, my thunder. As soon as you brought Daredevil back up again, I'm still feeling it. And Dolphin noises, thank God they're Cueing queued the up. God. But recently, the only things really I've been doing are still continuing Red Dead Redemption 2. Continuing uh-huh. occasionally getting back into Detroit Become Human and all androids and all that fun stuff. But last night, I ended up going to Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I've heard good things. I love the story. I like the story. It was very good. Personally, I'm still not a fan of a lot of the animation style that it was. I mean, yeah. there were bits where... That kind of... It was it's kind of that pseudo-anime it, style. It was pseudo... Yeah, and it pulled me out every now and then. I mean, the... Nor Spider-Man, I loved him in there because the black and white character fit. And they... It kind of animated him a little different. And Nicolas Cage voicing a 30s gangster Spider-Man was a lot of fun. Nick the Cage Nick Cage. Nick the Cage Cage. You've been caged. But, <laughs> but it, there were some great moments and they all fit in those different Spider-Men. Mans? Women? People. people spider mans. people. Spider because people. there are a couple female spiders. Because there's spider Gwen. There. Well, no, yeah. actually, they're not but all they, people because there's Peter yeah. Porker. Yeah, there was Peter Porker in the pig. So, Spider-Mans I mean, is this. Yes. Yeah. But And with those moments, and it was weird how they would subvert what I was expecting to happen because mm-hmm. it sets it up of oh look Miles Morales this person who came from the ultimate Marvel universe that no longer really exists anymore oh this Peter's gonna help and da 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 and it kind of got dark at some moments too I was huh. not expecting how dark some of those moments got interesting but it's an interesting that, style of animation but something That's that sick. I found interesting was that with how Sony and Marvel have their new agreement to use Spider-Man yep. all the time for different things Sony had to use Spider-Man for their own individual game recently for the PS4 Spider-Man, yeah, and how much they were able to borrow Kingpin in both of them, because hmm. Kingpin was both in Spider-Verse and in the game, and the fact that he was a separate character, it's like, okay, how much more is this crossover actually going to start to become? Hmm. Because with yeah. Venom, it's just, you know, Venom was over there by himself. Yeah. Right. It's interesting to see how they're going to go, and I would recommend it if... You'd want to see that sort of thing. That's in the theaters, It right? was still in the theaters, okay. Okay, yes. And it was fun. I mean, it was cool. a fun popcorn movie. And I normally don't eat popcorn. And did you did you see it locally here? Yep, just over in, over the way, across yeah, the about way. About a half hour away? About, about a half hour away. <laughs> okay. I, that's actually that's that, around 4.30 oh, in the afternoon yeah. hey, here. Just remember where we are. It's a half, uh, it's a half, half hour. It's a half hour and then you got to park your sled dog. <laughs> then you get in a Jeep for a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, No, no, no I, I uh, picked up a new battery for my uh, snowmobile, so I'm okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I just, yeah. I see. I don't. Trust, no, that's just. I don't trust those new ones. It's, just, it's a little too fast, and they don't have the horsepower to get where you need to go. And last thing before I'm gonna pass it over to Bob here, the most recent Friday find was called uh, what was it? Mike Coles, and it was the Armored Saint. The Armored Saint, yes. And yesterday, book two of that arrived in my mailbox. So Ooh, I, I have not started reading it yet. But we know no. you're doing over winter oh, break. And I have a stack of books that I have to oh, read. Yikes. That, yeah. Oh, yikes. One and, day over and, winter and break. And in addition, I also have to do a lot of D&D prepping right now because I'm an idiot and started a new campaign with a bunch of people. So that was not a smart decision. Uh-huh. So, ugh, the prep work is It's okay. You got, you got a friend who like guest stars as like one of the best bad guys ever. He so, is one of the best uh, bad guys ever. I mean, he is fantastic Mr. after Sinister? one episode. No, not Mr. Sinister. His name might be Luke. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Luke is already a bad guy as a I guest do, yeah. character. Just because so of like other, other um, commitments. Other commitments. I can't be there all the time, so I just like guest like I just guest star and come in and But you're always things. pulling the strings from the shadows. Well, yes. yes that, that's the, the characters know that now. The first time I showed up they did not know that. Um, Which was a great moment yeah. of all of them. What? <laughs> <laughs> kind of freaked out on him a bit at the end of that session. A little bit. Because you got, almost killed one. Yeah, I almost killed your girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was not too happy with you I, or me after that. 
Well, I got to go home. Yeah, I, <laughs> I yeah. Go I wanted to come with you that night, but you wouldn't let me. <laughs> but anyway, Bob, oh. how's your nerd universe coming? Nerd weird. Oh, um, my nerd universe. Well, I yeah. hear Is it plugs? no heart? plugs. No plugs. We're not getting sponsored by anyone. I uh, know. I just. No, I'm just wondering uh, <laughs> if if you gentlemen, while you've been bowing to the altar of corporate uh, Disney, have heard of the long prophesied golden age. Okay, so just, just, a, <laughs> just to preface what he's about to say, uh, Dungeons and Dweebs has no sponsors right now. <laughs> None whatsoever. Go ahead, Bob. Okay, first of all, um, <sighs> I have been for a long time going down the rabbit hole that is um, the belief by some people of the galactic struggle that we are currently engaged in between the Pleiadians and the Reptilians. And I have stumbled upon a website uh, that I want to make sure all of our listeners... Uh, Again, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Because actually Bob wants everybody else, all, all of our listeners, to also be on the same government list that he's now on for going to this website. You're about to plug all this, and you know I was talking about how like tulpas were calling me. So, you know what? Go ahead. It's, go it's, ahead. it's good you never go on the compound, because you're not going to be able to get on a plane for the next five years. This... Uh, this <laughs> This is just one of the many websites that has given me endless amounts of uh, laughs. Um, uh, because it's totally true. Um, for sure. <laughs> uh, so, Jesus. so okay. if you were to go to uh, tachyonis.org. Uh, not a sponsor. Not a sponsor in any way. <laughs> now, can we, can, we can drop that as I now proceed nope, to can't. enlighten no. you with That's what my, these offerings are, okay? That's my bit for episode 28. Yeah, Do okay. So, as we are slowly approaching this long prophesied goal, Golden Age, this group uh, says that the Pleiadians have, has asked a core group of humans called the Phoenix Group. I don't know if you've heard of these guys. No. Wait, but no, no, I know the Phoenix Group because that's who MacGyver <laughs> used to work for. Yeah. Maybe the, you know, these guys are probably about 50s. I'm guessing these are 50s, 60s. They're probably somewhat out of shape. Uh, I'm, I'm sure they avoid sunlight at all costs. Um, but the Pleiadians have approached them. And giving them technology, which will help save the planet um, and help you self-actualize. So I just wanted to show you what some of this stuff is. Um, some of the Tachyon products. The Tachyon Ascension Tool. That's a dream catcher. <laughs> <laughs> this is like literally like crappy homemade crafts by somebody. Um, this is the Galactic Merkaba Activator. It's the newest addition to advanced healing. Uh, and the Tachyon Technologies. Uh, it's it's beautiful. But it gets better. Um, the Pleiadian Stargate. <laughs> what on earth? Is so somebody in the middle? somebody who has been able to uh, bend uh, some, you know, they went down to Menards. Uh, they bent up some uh, copper pipe. Uh, they went to one of those crystal stores because God knows uh, all over California you can yeah. bet up by any kind of crystals. You Again, just put it in the center. Menards Is that where you bought your crystal? Menards and, <laughs> Menards and Crystal Store is not a sponsor. Um, but this thing is really cheap. Uh, it, <laughs> it looks like it. You, <laughs> no crap. Uh, you you have to you have to contact them to so that they can tell you uh, how much it is. But it's the pleading. It's it is a just because you look at it and you just see copper copper pipe. No, I, I see plastic <laughs> PVC pipe painted copper. <laughs> uh, no. Oh, Luke. 
you nope. small-minded fool. It has to be the... It is actually a hyper-dimensional technology which helps us reach higher states of consciousness and higher dimensions I'm beyond old. our physical space-time continuum. Hey, I've reached a higher state of consciousness by going to what's called a... Uh, crap. Um, doctor? Nope. You know how the rest of it. You know how the rest. Where the rest of us go to reach a higher state of consciousness? It's called the bar. Yay! Uh, but wait, see what you're not seeing is that it is sacred geometry. It's made of pure copper and coated with pure quartz microcrystals. It's a circle. A singular quartz. <laughs> a singular quartz oscillator emits a toroid shaped hyperdimensional field through wait. the copper resonance ring. Wait, That's a wait, resonance ring. Wait, it's a resonance ring. <laughs> I'm on board. <laughs> I want to see how okay. much. See, how much, Bob? See, the, you have they, to call. It's market price. They told What's me the that they would scoff. That you would scoff. Um, and 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 you're and just not ready yet. Here's the contact. It has oh, to be, it's only through email. Oh, uh, dang it! I was gonna call. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> it has to be charged. Shh, to your guys, specific chakra. keep it quiet. Keep it quiet because yeah, this is the resistance yeah. movement. Okay, it's contact them at. Cobra resistance at gmail.com. Not a sponsor. Cobra resistance. Cobra resistance. <laughs> what have Cobras ever done See, to you? See, you flip it. See, everybody, so, know, no, everybody no, no. knows that G.I. Joe is the good guy. No, Cobra's the bad guy. Reptilians are Cobras. It's, so you're resisting the Cobra. It's Cobra resistance. Man, wait, wait. If you go even further on this, what happens when you lose your job and lose your health insurance and you have to pay triple to keep that same health insurance? That's called Cobra too. <gasps> Oh my god, it's all connected. You, you sell the copper because that's worth more than gold right now, dude. <laughs> Hashtag um, now a sponsor. Just so you know, I would say you should keep a, a line on this website Neil, just because... Neil has pieced the crap out. I think he's playing Flash games. They will, they will... The When the time is right, the Pleiadians will, will have a free energy device available on this website, but only when we're able to handle it. So just stay tuned. It's coming. It's coming. Speaking of that not a sponsor, remember how we <laughs> said we were going to plug our contest like early in the episode. Yeah. We're about a half hour in. So. We should plug the contest. Hey, uh, so if you haven't already, go and like our Facebook page and go uh, read down a couple of posts. We're giving away some land. If the probably. reptilians don't take down our Facebook page. Oh <laughs> now that we've mentioned them. Um, yeah. yeah. What are we giving with some Lando Calrissian? So, so yeah, we're assuming that we've got Star Wars fans out there listening right now, right? That would not, not anymore. Yeah, from the Sometimes. eight, half of them know about this resistance. Um, so, but uh, Lando Calrissian, right? There was Lando Calrissian trilogy that was written back in the eighties. Mm -hmm. The hardcover versions are really hard to find. They are worth a pretty penny, mm -hmm. um, and we've got two of them. Uh, wrapped in mylar, uh, and they will be sent to you. Um, all you got to do is you got to listen to the next episode, episode twenty-nine. We will give you the top secrets. What no reptilian can decipher. Secret password. Uh, you type that into our our instant. What private message it's called? Private message that direct on, message. Private message. Drop it. Drop into our DMs, yo. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, on our Facebook page, and you are entered, right? Like the page as well. You are yes. entered. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're, all we're going to check is that you have the password right, that you've liked our page, 
And, well, I mean, you're going to send us the password, and that means you've messaged us. Right. I mean, it's a, like a p- pathetic grab to try and to get, get you. Get, yeah, we want yeah, you to yeah, follow our page. We and like then, people. And then we you're, like people. You, and then you'll be put in a drawing. We'll draw for we'll draw out of everybody who sends who sends yes. us in and follows all the rules. You know, we could add some extra swag in there as well. Like, we could... We I'll could, spit in the bucket. I'll, I will send it to you, but I'll spit in the bucket. Toenails. Toenails. I'll bend you up one of these uh, Tachyonis Pleiadian... <laughs> Uh, crystal, actually. Oh, oh yes, yes. <laughs> please, please beam the books with, ta- I think with positive I think that I think that any of us could make this, just so you know. Uh, the Pleiadians want us all to be free. <laughs> You're one of them, aren't you? You're one of them. Yes. You're on the show making this seem like a big joke because it's not real, right? It's not real, huh? <laughs> You're one of them, aren't you? <laughs> You're a misinformation agent, Luke. That's um, all you so are. Yeah, so yeah, like our Facebook page and enter our contest, please. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. And with all that, I am looking around the table here realizing, too, that we're scoffing at all this. Yet, <coughs> excuse me, we're scoffing at all this. Yet, going around the table, we have a guy with a Star Trek shirt on. We have a guy with a Critical Role shirt on. We have a Bill Murray shirt going on over here. I'm wearing an ugly Christmas sweater that has an Xavier's Institute shirt on yeah. underneath it. Yeah, power's <laughs> flashing right now. They know we're here. <laughs> By our nerdiness combined. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is true. We make Captain Planet. No. no. Hey, we got uh, a tiny bit of feedback. A feed, tiny feed feedback. Yeah, well, fa- we don't feed Bach. He's going to start. Uh, yeah. A little bit of feedback. Uh, mainly, we have been very quiet. Thank God, Neil, that you're posting stuff to our Facebook page. It's been quiet. Uh, oh. uh, very busy time for me. I've been quiet on Facebook, not putting out really any ads and stuff. That will change. Uh, but our first one went out today as of recording. Um, so I put one out with Niles Ferrier smoking his Carababa tobacco. He did, and he did a beautiful job. Well, well, that thank you, great. thank you. What you do? It is, it is, a, it is a play on an old cigarette ad. So if you look up a vintage cigarette ad. Uh, with uh, Frank Sinatra. It's a Frank Sinatra ad. Uh, it's, but yeah. too, it's too bad you couldn't get a little Clint Eastwood. Yeah, maybe that'll be the next there. one. Uh, maybe really that'll be the next one. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> well, if, you, if you listen to the audio book, yeah. and I listen to a portion of the audio book yeah. with this too, Niles Fer- the guy doing Niles Ferrier was doing, he was doing a Clint Eastwood. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a little, di- I mean, Literally an hour has gone by, or two hours since I posted this to when we're recording. But a Sir Nathan has replied, always enjoyed Niles Ferrier as a character. Good foil for Lando. And I, yeah, I agree, he is a good foil for Lando. Uh, Neil, did you have any comments back on your on some of your posts? Because you had posted some pretty cool things there uh, with books. Um, the last book that you had posted um, was The Armored Saint, right? Yes, Armored Saint by Mike Cole. And again, like I said on the Facebook post, found him by a weird way known as Twitter and guys harassing him in a joking <laughs> manner between these authors. Right. So he's currently bookend, literally, between the two authors on my bookshelf right now. Yeah. But anyway, uh, Justin from Facebook. Hi, Justin. How are you? Hey, Justin. He commented on there that he read Cole's Shadow Ops trilogy, which I haven't. I don't know if anyone else has either. Nope. And he enjoyed it pretty well. Built and really peaked in the third book, which is a sign of a good trilogy, really, when all of a sudden the last book is right. the best one. Is the I best mean, one. Right. You I built agree. all the way up. Well, it's like anything else. Yeah. You want the, the last... You're... We're human beings. We have the attention span of gnats. A lot of us in the sci-fi community, even less than that. Uh, but wait, if, you're, if your third book is your strongest, <laughs> that's the one that everybody's going to remember is the last thing they read. You want to end, right. end on a You want to end on a yes, yes, for and sure. And then Aaron, also from Facebook here. Yeah. He brought up the fact that I'd talked about the two different authors and one was Chuck Wendig. I think mm. Chuck 
Chuck Wendig. I was going to say, Chuck Wendig does sound like a Star Trek character. But hi, Aaron. Anyway, he ended up talking about the different writing style that he had. He said he doesn't like the style of Chuck Wendig. And the funny story is, tomorrow, since this is a Thursday, his book is actually going to be the next... Really? Friday. So what Fine, was it because Chuck or was it Sam Sykes? Nope, he no. commented specifically so, about Chuck. So can you comment on Can you comment on Chuck Wendig's style? What is Chuck Wendig's style like? Because I've had similar issues that I brought up before with authors that I couldn't get into because their writing style just didn't flow from The one I read, my best my personal best description yeah. of what I read was his main character was basically a harder version of Jessica Jones in Netflix. Okay. But just extreme level because of the way that the character was set up. Right. And things bounce around a little bit. Sometimes it's hard to follow where everything is going. And the one trilogy he specifically recommended was the Star Wars Aftermath trilogy. Oh, which I okay. have not read. But I know there was a whole uproar about a bunch of different things that he's done within the Star Wars community. Between the fanboys and the non-fanboys and all that type of stuff. And looking at some reviews online, I mean... If you ever want to look at reviews online and you're the actual author, I wouldn't recommend that. Because, I <laughs> no, mean, I would I mean, not. I mean, you look at you it and yourself. it's basically, yeah. you either get the whole bunch that are saying this is great and then the whole bunch that are, no, this is trash. And then he's evened out to like that two and a half star rating on a bunch mm. of the different things. Right. So it's got to be some very distinct things. And like I said, I'd only read one of his books. Okay, because so like... I don't have much of a... Much of a background fully. I mean, because I, really I have that have. problem with David Drake. David Drake oh. for me was super dense and 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 hard oh. to get through. Hey. So is his writing style like? Is there just something about the way he writes that is just a slog? Because David Drake, so funny story. He looks so cool, and I can't get through that writing style. So funny story. Yeah. Back hometown used bookstore. There were two books I picked up one time. It was David Gamel's. Uh huh. Oh, and he. Five I I like his. Logo. And I saw this other book. It's like, oh man. This cover looks great. Look at all this Again, action going on in the book front. By its cover. David Drake, sweet. Me too. Okay, look at the back. Oh, this sounds interesting. Yep. Uh, my God. Yeah, I was just done. Through it. I couldn't do it. So I'm right there with you. I, yeah. There was so much detail of overly done. It, yeah, drawn it, out stuff yeah it just didn't flow for me uh, and I, I will agree the covers for a lot of his books are super cool mm-hmm. looking and you're like oh that is something I would like you know it's very reminis- it very reminiscent of Wheel of Time yes. you look at I okay. must I, you know and you're like okay this looks like in my wheelhouse uh, whew, it was tough for me but I was not able to do it either yeah, so. yeah. but I mean we'll probably hopefully we can get some more debate tomorrow when we put that one up Ooh. And hopefully we can talk about that the next time Ooh. we have our... Yeah, show. we'll... So pro- there's the feedback. We'll have a I lot of feedback, it, so. I think, next time. Uh, well, you know, because we're just, just a, getting just a little up. something for anybody. I know our, our Twitter is a little... Uh, Spotty. Well, you know the password now, right? Yes, yeah. We're, we're, we're back in there. <laughs> I, it, less followers. Uh, I, I did post on there about um, Pierce Brown's new book. Yeah. Oh, man. Which, by the way, we should bring up now. Our reading cha- uh, calendar is going to be changed somewhat yeah. because we were going to do his second book, yeah, we Dark all, Age. We were, yeah, we were all pumped to do a month of release on that one, and it's going to be released in July. When we've already got stuff slated. Instead of, uh, what was that? February, March? March. It was going to be released in February, and we were going to do it in March. We're, we're going to do his yeah. next book. So, yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're still going to do Iron Gold. Yeah, we're still but, doing Iron yeah, Gold. Just, just watch for some posts. Uh, are just so you guys know, uh, the next couple months of our reading calendar are not current. No, but hey, is that enough tavern talk? I think. No, hey, we I, need more. <clears throat> no, we need to get into this because yeah. we need to get. To, there's a lot of stuff that we're going to have to discuss with the second half of the book. And here. you know what? Don't you dare buy this round. This one's on me, pal. Oh. I don't care. Whatever's high octane, let's get some in us. Woo! 
unbeknownst to him, the last round was also on him. Oh man. <laughs> hey, that was to the side. That was a stage whisper. You didn't hear it. You know Tashi Station? I'm a leaf on the wind. <laughs> Freaking fight for that. I'm a leaf. Waiting around for that Skywalker kid to come pick up the power convoyers. We got downloads in 20 systems. I pull up a chair, friend. So here we are. Ready to dive into part two, Dark Force Rises, part two of... Part you can't dragon lances. <laughs> Why are you trying to dragon lances? <laughs> I don't know because it's not as funny. I, <laughs> it here, isn't. Here, here we are for the second half. Dark Force, Dark Force Rising. Yeah. On oh, here on Dungeons and Dweebs podcast episode twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> wow. New you naming you, scheme pretension. Yeah. yeah. So when, we left. When off. last we left. When last we left our. <laughs> when last we left off. off. It's the holiday season, and Yule is just flowing hey, around. Hey, hey, hey yeah, we'll, Bob, we'll call it Bob, Yule. Bob, Bob, you doing okay? You doing I'm okay, doing Bob? Okay. I'm can, I, okay. can, I, can I get you anything? You want you, you want some more? Nope. You want some more to drink? A <laughs> little bit, little bit more eggnog. Take you out to the woods. Leave you for dead. It's just <laughs> gonna get sloppy around uh, here. Um, hey, we left off chapter fifteen, right? Yes. So we we had left uh, the weird shorty robed. Uh, <laughs> Con-chested uh, Sabaoth. Um, we we left him and Luke and the whole thing. Uh, we're Interesting on a... note, he did study under 60s swinging icon, <laughs> oh, behave. <laughs> but well, all the ladies liked him. I mean, even Winter just gets hot when he walks around. Oh, I remember Sabaoth. Which, which, makes me, you, which makes me ask the question is, I want to know how old, how old was she? How old Winter is? Yeah, because, I mean, Alderaan was blown up. Blown. <laughs> God. Alderaan was blowed up. Alderaan done blowed up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Leia, okay, so Carrie Fisher, when filming, was 19. Uh, is, I guess I'm... Check my Star Wars fandom at the door, but is, hubba, hubba. in in continuity, isn't she, she's got to be around nineteen twenty in actual continuity as well, right? No, because Winter Winter isn't human, is she? No, I'm talking about Leia. Oh. So if Winter was Leia's handmaiden and back with her and with her and body probably. double and met Sabaoth back in the day, Winter had to have been like 16, 17, 18 and was just falling all over Sabaoth. Or she just ages really well. And and yeah. could maybe be, this is know. just me, and I think I talked about this before. I don't picture Winter as human. She is human. And she's a hot human. She's more into the comics. Oh, she can't be though, because if she's Remember saw we said that she Sabaoth might look before. And back back before Alderaan was blow, blown up. What is wrong? What is wrong you? with me? Uh, before it was blown up, because uh, he, he, remember Leia was part of Alderanian aristocracy, right? And so she just saw him when he arrived on Alderaan for okay. some sort of talks with with Daddy. Okay. So that's so they you know that would have been when she was you know seventeen but, sixteen seventeen but 18. the the outer rim fleet or whatever it was called that went out that's only supposed that went out that went out way before the empire got shut down right way before outbound flight way before the uh, the outbound flight went yeah, out yeah that was way, way before the Clone Wars yes yeah so maybe she is really old. but you know what though. Um, the other thing is, remember, so now, uh, there are going to be fans screaming, no, because yes. you won't find, I don't think the answer is necessarily even in the book. The answer is um, in the book. 
is that, remember, this is prior to the prequels. So was Zahn thinking the Clone Wars had just ended when the first movie started? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, hey, they're 15, 16, 17 on Alderaan. This is the the period of the Clone Wars. Maybe it was even before then. I don't know now. Now I'm all... Um, according to Wikipedia, yes. Winter, uh, only child, raised as a sister and companion to Princess Leia Organa during the dark years of the reign of the Galactic Empire. Yes. And she looks old on Wikipedia. But she's supposed to be a body oh, double for guys, Leia. Oh, stupid. Yeah. What? She watched it on a hollow. Oh. So she watched it on like a recording. Oh. She didn't see it in person. She fell in... It's a group hollow. She's just watching the video and, oh, look at him. He's so hot. Yeah, God. Wow. Okay, well, what? that was a much ado about nothing. No, when she was watching it with Luke? Watching the watching the no, old. She watched it before. It was oh, yeah. Before. yeah, because okay. Luke couldn't okay. find it. It had to be, be one of those. Yeah. It had to be one of those old news reels, you know. Yeah. Trouble for the Galactic Empire. <laughs> <laughs> those darn Jedi are back at it again, using the Force oh, to get kids high. The <laughs> but don't worry, the New Republic's gonna send out an outbound flight. See, <laughs> uh, it's funny. Zahn does comment on the fact that if he would have known that. They would have approached him, and he had because he had to write a book called Outbound Flight. Mm. He's like, if I'd have known that this would have become a thing, um, I would have named it something cooler, yeah. like <laughs> like that. I thought it was Dang it. just kind of a throwaway, and uh, didn't didn't know I'd have to make it. But anyway, hey, let's get into chapter fifteen, <laughs> where we're not talking about winter. We're actually talking about Garm Bella Bliss. Bella Bliss. And let me tell you, you know, you are in the height of excitement when you're in the middle book of a trilogy. And everything hinges on a guy sitting in an armchair picking at the fake leather and finding out that what under yeah. what's underneath it is a different color. Uh, yeah. It gets super exciting. Yeah, I mean, hey, as far as George Lucas is concerned, <laughs> my gosh. Lando's just... Is Garm, Garm, is Garm now wearing a shorty robe as well? Uh, like, so do, doing knows. the basic instinct as he's explaining old battles. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> right? Because Garm... I didn't need that. Garm is this old war hero and has yep. spun this whole tale about how, you know, he's got, he's got this base and everything and they move around all the time. But Lando's the one that's actually wise to everything. Is like, hey, Han, you're fawning all over this guy because he's, yeah. he's your fanboying out. He's a childhood hero of yours. But something's not right here. This doesn't look like they've moved around a lot and everything. And then as he's picking at at one of the seats that they're sitting at in the bar or something like that, he notices that the uh, coverings of this the upholstery coverings underneath mm. are actually from the Katana fleet. And the color yes. yeah. Which this Katana fleet, uh, we're talking the entire galaxy. Mm. There's two hundred of these Katana fleet. This must have been sitting cool. there. This must have been pretty popular for like guys twenty 30 years later, or whatever it is, well, to know what the upholstery looked like on this ship. Well, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 like, it's like knowing what what the headlights are in the 1964 Cadillac. Yeah, I don't actually, think yeah, it is. It's like knowing what... took the words right out of my mouth. To me, it's like knowing what the upholstery is like on the Titanic. We all know it went down, but like if, if I was picking at somebody's seat and I'd be like, hey, wait... Uh, this is uh, Indian crosshash weaving. Uh, so he did some research. We know we're talking about the Katana fleet. We know we're talking about the Katana fleet. They just spent a couple days on the voyage here. True. Yeah. He, he pulled up. He pulled up a, a little New Republic wiki, 
And that's look, what he did. And, and, and I'm going to go with that. Look I'm going to go with that. Again. Do, do, do. I don't know. I feel like uh, a man's spaceship is kind of like an extension of his penis, you know? <laughs> and it's kind of like the sports car, and they've, you know, oh man, legend has it. They had a version of this with a. Le- Lemon yellow upholstery. You know, I, I have a feeling like in the Star Wars universe, they actually have coffee table books that are like, you know, pre Clone Wars era frigates. Mm. <laughs> like, well, hey, did you get that new pre Clone War era frigate coffee table? There's book? those couple guys that are that that are <laughs> yes. building katana ships in a bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. No, they don't even put it in the bottle. They just fly around the, above them. <laughs> like like the dude that's got the train running through his yep. kitchen. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Moving uh, on. That was moving on. Than I once had a train in a wait. Never mind. Whoa. <laughs> um, but moving on through chapter 16, uh, returning to the headquarters lounge, uh, Han engages the bartender in a search for a very specific vintage of liqueur to give well, Lando. Lando was taking his time. Searching for more mm. evidence. Today. Exactly yeah. for signs of slave rigging, which again I do love this idea of slave, the slave rig system. Mm-hmm. Yep, but and see, going back to that slave rig system though, it keeps coming back to me of the last book of okay, so they all know about these slave rigging things, and Thrawn, you idiot, not taking the slave rigging out earlier. No, I see, <laughs> I don't see it that way because again, we're talking about uh, this is like what I 20, don't. 30 years earlier. When, it was used once in the Katana fleet, and th- because it screwed up is because it's never been used again. They went to droids. Like, this is not something that's in anybody's, the front of anybody's mind. You know, it's like all of a sudden we're facing some sort of weapon system that uses floppy disks. Yeah. yeah. You and know, you'd be like, uh, okay. Yeah, America's nuclear uh, defense system. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Set yeah. on one thing only, yeah. Right. And hive mind. Sometimes it's not the best thing in the world. Uh, no, it is not. No. I mean, look at that. One thing controls everything. Look at Ender's Game. How well that uh, ended. Just, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of it and I had to beat you in there. For That's the actually board, really so. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Connect, little connector there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I like this backstory here to to Bell. I think it's very compelling. Uh, he, I like what Zahn does here about, because Mon Mothma... Uh, up until this point, all we have is the three movies, and she yeah. is the central figure, mm-hmm. you know, the creator. She is the Hillary Clinton of the Star Wars universe, and we find out that Except actually there was also a Newt Gingrich back in there. Got <laughs> <laughs> some good references. Yeah, a little, like, yeah. little, a little Bell Iblis. Uh, no, because they were working together no. for a while. They so were working he's, together. He's more Bernie. I, I actually feel yeah. that there was possibly a love relationship. I just oh, like yeah. there to be oh, a they love were yeah. and They yeah. were banging. And I like, we acknowledged this last episode that <laughs> yeah. there's probably that secret love Right. That was going on there, and that's why and then, he's so angry about it. And just exactly. no, you're gonna come back to me before I do anything. He feels betrayed yeah. because yes. of because of what Mon Mothma did right. about pushing him out, and the way he feels betrayed is so much more than just political right. machinations. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what I think I I actually agree with Bell a lot of the times on this because Mon Mothma will prove, and I think for a long time here in the books, I don't know where she goes as a character, but will prove to be a very benevolent leader and does everything that's right. But Bella Bliss is like, hey, you know, uh, I'm, we're taking down an empire, but you are becoming like an the empire. sole leader yeah. of this organization. So how is that any different? Yeah, you're becoming a dictator as well. I'm going to create a private army. Eventually, once he gets kicked out, I'm creating my own private army so I can swoop in here if Mon Mothma yeah, in, gathers too much power ca- to in herself. Case you, in, in case you go all like Cleopatra or, you know, some mm-hmm. other thing. or. 
I can't think of any other female leaders right now. Yeah. But in, ca- in case you go all Cleopatra or Caliglia on us, yeah. um, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm setting this I up. I will be the leader afterwards. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. You got your rebellion. I'm going to make a rebellion within the rebellion against your rebellion. <laughs> whoa, whoa. I'm the real rebellion. The dudes are and then when you, yeah, when you when you take over and are going to ruin it, are, are you, when you take over and are going to rule everything yourself, I'm going to swoop in, take you over, and then I will give the power to the right. people. Give it to you. But we kind of derail here I think a lot of the ideas of failure being an actual conspirator uh, in the way we've been thinking of failure him. is just an idiot He's in d- my mind still that to- has a really but has a Bothan mindset mm-hmm. of what everything is I need the power I don't know what I'm going to do with it but I need to have more power than you so that you don't have the but power. I think that's yes. really well done in yeah. the second half of the book setting failure up as the failure a, a, as the political guy that is only considering is only considering the political things can we have Bothan mindset as a Poster. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! We need a Both in mindset. Where, where's your Both in mindset? <laughs> Just different ones, like a picture of Felia, and then a picture of like yeah. the cowardly lion on the other end of the spectrum. <laughs> right, okay. right. Hey, don't be a failure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, but again, he. <laughs> um, but anyway, Felia though is really all he's trying to do is is. Gain the political glory mm. of bringing Bella Bliss back into the fold mm. is all. Is, yeah, 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 he'll yeah. be able to march in, take out his political rival Akbar. Mm. Like, what, what, what exactly do we get from uh, Lando snooping through the consoles on the ship? We get caught. That's what we get. Yes. <laughs> that's what we get. We don't get it. We get caught. Why <laughs> <laughs> do you get part. caught? Because that's how you get caught. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um. So anyway, on to chapter 17. Mara, we get to see uh, Mara Mara. again. Not now, Club. (laughs) Just remember, it's also a dog now. Yeah. Well, she's... She's hide his dog. Not in that way. (laughs) Mara's now on Abrogado Ray. I'll snuggle with either of them. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of stuff happening on this Abrogado Ray system. Uh, Again... Abrogado. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Arigato. Domo Arigato. (laughs) Abrogado. Um, so she's trying to get her ship, the either the either way uh, out ether of the way. Yeah, the ether way. Yeah, from the the I like way. that though. For a ship name, yeah, it is a cool. Yeah. Name. the either way. Yeah, well, or either way. It, it, Star Wars would be a. Play, it, I, I imagine Star Wars being a very fluid universe. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? You, you have different species. You can't be species. You gotta, you oh. know. That's where you're going with it. Okay, then I go either yeah. way. But I love his teeth. I um, love Wedge coming in here, and he's sent to kind of be like the being Han's representative and handing over the ship. And he's just—it's out of his depth. Yeah, like he's a pilot. I, I do. I really do like this expansion on Web. Yeah, or Web. We are having a problem tonight. Yeah, uh, just the, the web. You know within, the web of Wedge. You know what? After this, just just get me blowed up. Which a throw out to Michael A. Stackpole. If if you're reading the Zon stuff for the first time and are kind of new to the old Legends stuff, man, the second stop is the X-wing novels by Stackpole. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the first few, especially, work hand in hand mm-hmm. with what Zon did. Like they kind of were friends mm-hmm. and would talk to each other and kind of worked things in and out it's it's really cool and it's a lot of wedge stuff. well and i think that both both zon and 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 pool yep stack um, and yep. stack pool do very good jobs at enhancing the go enhancing your rewatching of the movie i agree 
in a positive way. In a positive, yeah. I think in a positive yeah, way. Yeah, because you go back and you're like, oh, yeah, because yeah, there are four scenes that we get Wedge in in the original movie. Right, right. And now you can expand on the ca- I agree. character within the original For movie. me, it's like a lot of times the stuff that have been done in other movies, you come back and look at scenes and go like, ah, oh, like the prequels now have ruined this for me. Whereas well, then like I... You read the books. I'm going back, and it, they always seem to enhance mm-hmm. what I was watching in the movie, or may, maybe just make me feel like an uber nerd. You know, mm. <laughs> uber nerdism. Have the fantasies of like, uh, we'll all be sitting around with all my friends watching Return of the Jedi, and I'll be able to say, "Hey, pause it right here. Do you see that woman right there? Do you know who she is? That's Mara Jade, right there. Yeah, she's one of the dancers. Uh, <laughs> tell the whole backstory." Um, I don't know. Legend has it. Thanks, Mara Jane. <laughs> right. Uh, but as soon as Mara gets to space, TIE fighters and a Star Destroyer appear, and she is <laughs> caught in a tractor beam. Tractor beam. So she gets caught by so, Thrawn. Yeah, so she's, got, short she's of got to pull out her old title. She's got to pull out her old title here and say, hey, I need to talk to Thrawn now. I love here this trump card. Here is my security code. You are not going to mess with me. I am the Emperor's da, da, da. hand. I love this. Mm. And we find out that Thrawn knew her. That Thrawn had met her at like a par- cocktail party. Which only helps her out in this yes. entire f- fiasco, right? Because she doesn't know... That, he yeah. Thrawn doesn't know yet, really, you know, like, where... That she is still... Um, alive. Alive. Right. Doesn't know she's working for Card, you know, at this point, right? And so she's able well, to... Well, Thrawn, he probably knows. He probably does. <laughs> well, he way. knew from the weight of the we ship. Also, we also... She was the only person who could have been in there. Yeah. Because her weight offsetted everything else. We also yeah, get a, we also get a good push here from good. Thrawn... About Thrawn really Thrawn worked for the Emperor, but Thrawn wasn't a religious zealot to the Emperor Correct. like a lot of these other yes. like a lot of these other characters in right. the Empire were. And Thrawn actually, I think, now feels more comfortable that he doesn't have to deal with the Emperor and he's really in charge and I don't have to deal with your stupid hokey religion. Yeah. Well you see that he's dealing with somebody who's like the Emperor in some ways, mm-hmm. right? I mean I, I think Sabaoth is like that, and he's like, I'm not letting a Jedi take the reins of this my empire. Exactly. You know, I'm gonna have you Salamurai around and I will call the shots. Because the downfall of what I worked so hard to build was these stupid Jedi. And we're gonna have a separation of here of church and military. <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes. And part of also, though, when you think Thrawn's about... Thrawn's a true blue-blooded, red-eyed American. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you look at his color scheme... Yeah. Red, white, he and blue. American. He is red, white, and Actually, blue. Or white, white uniform, British, gray, blue skin. British. No, he's... He's early American. About his artwork and everything. <laughs> he is colonial but, American, anyway, still British accent. What I was, okay. what I, what yes, I was going yes, with yes, on there was... I feel like there should be subtitles occasionally with Thrawn of, like, grumbles Britishly. <laughs> what I was going with before and thinking uh, about your whole he's more comfortable now the religious part is out but also still remember that the emperor he still hated every other alien race mm-hmm. so the fact that Thrawn was always that other grand admiral who's always just kind of there he was never known right. that now he's able to actually be a forefront and not have to worry about okay here's yeah. this Racism that's going to go on, right? Which no, I what, there no, we're going to have this half robot guy in a suit that's going to come and usurp me, yes. right? <laughs> which I am going to no more metal. <laughs> which I'm going to say here now. I'm going to throw. I I am not steeped in what has been done with novels in the prequel era, so I don't know how they've reworked all of nope. this. No idea, right? No idea. Nor do I. I nor do I. No, yeah, I, yeah. and I honestly I don't har- care. I hardly either. know what happened in those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but like, this is a part that for me, again, enhancing the movie was always cool. I have always thought of the emperor. Empire is like a Nazi Germany, yes. right? Very speciesist. This iron fist of like, 
human centricness. They hate aliens. That's why you always see stormtroopers roughing up everybody, right? And I, that really worked for me as an, an as an analogy. Um, yeah, and, but if you're going to do that, if you're gonna, if you're going to run the Nazi empire, yeah, you're. You want Thrawn to run right. your Nazi. You want the military guy right. running your Nazi empire. Which is what made... You, you don't want the religious fanatic. No, that's what made right. Thrawn so much cooler, though, is that he was able to... He was so good that they were able to overcome their speciesist, you know, mentality to allow him in. But that's why the prequels didn't... Then I was disappointed because the Emperor is surrounded by aliens in that. You know, and again, oh, I'm yeah, sure yeah. they play it off as he's but he keeps, use, he's, he's using, using those species. He, he's, yeah. he's surrounded by aliens because they're all weak headed, yeah. and he can he can work he can work them yeah, to his own. Yeah, yeah. you know, afterwards, yeah, you do get that very like Nazi ish where he's just it's him surrounded by the military, right? Whether it's his Red Guard, the stored stormtroopers, and, Vader, right. they're all like their faces are covered up. And again, yeah. to go back to your Nazi analogy, which of course the Empire of is, of course, yeah. it's the Nazis. I, it's, yeah. Hitler used some of the groups he later encamped yeah, and, oh, and for killed sure. oh, for to sure. go against other groups. If Oppenheimer would have still been in Nazi Germany, he'd have been working for Hitler. You know, Hitler wouldn't have gotten rid of him. Okay, history teacher. Sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, okay. Uh, so. Yeah, what were we talking about? Amara being <laughs> captured. Mara Mar Mar gets pulled in, throws out the security oh, right. code. Um, and he d we do get a couple lines here, too, where, again, you feel the... The uh, non-battle-hardened, you know, yeah. troop troop commander number three, <laughs> or nervous or, guy, or nervous guy on the ship, <laughs> ner ner nervous guy running the comms, yeah. right? Uh, uh, sir, uh, sir. <laughs> but again, throwback. Uh, sir, sir, it's it's an old code, but it's acceptable. Uh, it checks out. <laughs> uh, yep. I was waiting um, for the. I was waiting for that to be like verbatim <laughs> in the book. I love how she like negotiates straight up with with Thrawn. You know, uh, it goes toe to toe with him and says, "Hey, uh, you got something I want. You know, uh, you you drop all of your charges against us. Stop pursuing us. Mm -hmm. We give you the Katana fleet. Yep. You know, like my boss knows where it is. What she's doing without Card knowing she's telling him. This. Well, and and she's doing it in a way too where she knows she's going to appeal to Card. She she kind of she kind of comes in in the beginning here too, going, but I am the Emperor's hand. Da -da -da -da. Yep. And Card's just like." So. Yes, but there is no emperor. Yeah, anymore. Thrawn is. Uh, or, yeah, sorry, yeah. Thrawn. Thrawn, yeah. Thrawn, Thrawn is just There's coming no in. Emperor coming anymore. Going, you're, you're just one of his hands. Yep. And, but yeah, I was which was say, a great which throw. A drop, which was yeah. a great throw off here, where you go, oh, yep. yeah, that would make sense, wouldn't it? But I love that power play because for a second there, I love what it's doing to me emotionally because you're like, gosh, Mara is so awesome. She is just going toe to toe with Thrawn, right? But Thrawn is as cool as a cucumber and just throws out the yeah, and you're one of many. Mm -hmm. You know, and and that is like that hits her like a ton of bricks. Like what? But, but, what? But, I thought I was the only one. Yeah, I, yeah. Special. He, he told me. <laughs> he told, yeah, exactly. I, I was his <laughs> only. No. <laughs> I could hear his voice anywhere. Mm. And, still and Game of Thrones has Yay. ruined me now for any anybody being called the Hand, and I know it. Is, I know it is an ancient military <laughs> yes, term yes, as well. Yes. But I just I picture. Does she have the pin in the drawer somewhere? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's, it's holding a lightsaber, though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, but chapter eighteen, we are just back to coming down. We are back to Hongar. Uh, okay, I got to ask you. Uh, I didn't listen to the audiobook yes. very closely. I read it. Um, so, how are they pronouncing Hongar or Honagar? Honiger. 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 Yeah, Honiger. Honiger. Okay. So uh, yeah, when you're saying Hongar, I I don't remember that. Rothgar, what? Hongar. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but we're back there, and you know, I do like the stuff with 
with Leia and the uh, the Nogri. Yeah. I do like this stuff. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know what? Yeah, I I actually we'll we'll talk about it. You know, later on in the book with with uh, Luke and Mara, I enjoyed this more, mm-hmm. and I don't know why. And see, yeah. this drug for me. Oh really? Okay. okay. Yep. This drug for me, and I and I, it's just. But did you you started the audiobook like halfway through. I started the audiobook right about here. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And I would. I think Good it's place. it's the build up of like hearing all these characters and like their expressions and everything. I think the audiobook is what sold this for me. Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. And see, yeah. I, this was this was I had a six hour drive last weekend, mm. so I oh, you kicked just the binged audio, it. I kicked the audiobook mm. on and. So I this just drug for me because and maybe it's the speakers in my car, you know, running it through my phone, through the speakers in the car and everything else. But everything with the Nogri was just everything with the Nogri sounded like they had like cellophane wrapped around their heads. I, I was gonna say, I, I guess if you can take it or not. See, for me, you know, when you're just reading it, the Nogri are cool and they have an awesome voice in your head. When you've got a guy on an audio book going, you know, I mean. How can that not affect what you think hey, you know about what? something? When you've heard Ralra. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm Everything saying. And I didn't else. hear Ralra. Like, like, you can't Anything get an else. actual read on the material because I, no, you've got I, some guy. It, it painted a picture in my head for me. Did it? Like, okay. I, I, I well, I'm glad it was a positive one. Yeah, they're really, honorable. Yeah. And I just went through this going, okay, yeah, they're honorable. Yeah, That's they're why their planet's called Honor. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Honor, barely know her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jeez. They're more honorable than that. Yeah, right. It's true. Um, but again, that whole backstory, we should revisit it real quick. The uh, What the Nogri have been believing up yep. until this point is that there was this battle in the sky between two ships, and it's been Vader who came down afterwards and and said, hey, I'll clean everything up. They got droids that are like cleaning the grass, right? The colm grass, grass, which grows yes. all over the place. Um, but it's all tainted, and these droids go around, scoop up the dirt and clean it, and uh, and everything else, um, but we're gonna find out something about that through all this. Uh, what's going on? That, those droids in the cleanup uh, are gonna be the linchpin to this yes. plot it's it's fine. right here. Yeah, yeah. The grass is fine. Don't worry about it. It's at a. <laughs> it just has certain money points on it. Um, so well, and I, I and I think part of my issue too here is I feel bad for Chewie. In the second half of this book, I feel horrible for Chewie because Chewie's just kind of wandering around and really doesn't have anything to do. He doesn't have anything to do besides the fact that he's kind of uh, tech savvy. Yeah. So it's just Leia's kind of just ordering him to do stuff like, "Hey, go check up on that yeah, droid." Yeah, page. I, honestly, like <laughs> with with Chewie, somebody who can't articulate yeah. in a book. I feel like Zahn really put him in the wrong place. Uh, for this part of the book, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, he, he had to have, like, gone there with her initially and then left or something. Yeah. Like, I think that that is how so, he And then I occasionally the got the feel through the second half of this book of Chewie just... Wa- <sighs> She's my buddy's wife. Freaking life dead. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, actually, I would say that maybe what he did with this plot, the, the whole environmental cleanup was maybe the wrong way to go about it because I do like the idea of having huge Chewbacca as the protector over Leia. That is, yes, that seems yeah, natural right. to me and that you have an honor-bound Chewie with these honor-bound aliens. Yes, but I thought so that they could have been more done but with that. that but with, for his you character. are right. You're right, Clob, that, that almost I feel like Leia and her ability, which is, you know, strong female character, her ability to negotiate is what's used here to to f- push the plot forward. But almost some of that should have been funneled through Chewie in some way, or or just just a quick little scene. And maybe we maybe maybe I would have whined about this not being a scene that felt 
like it belonged here, but or maybe just just a scene between like Chewie and Dave the Nogary, who you know yeah. have a who have a quick conversation, right. or like a, a child like almost falls off a cliff or something, and Chewie <laughs> grabs the kid and I now almost, has a relationship. I almost feel there now has an honor relationship with the Nogary. Right. right. I almost feel there should have been some sort of questioning of Leia, uh, maybe to the point of almost wanting to either sell her out or kill her or mm. something, and where Chewie would have to step in and and vouch for her honor. In some way, or, or, or how okay. she beat or beat somebody up, yeah, or something. They needed to give him something to do because I agree no. with you. He he's kind of neutered in the rest of this yeah. book. He doesn't he's do a lot. But I don't because I think he's a difficult character to write. To write, yeah. he has no dialogue. He what is. do you do with him? Exactly. Yeah. No. Chewie works in movies. Yeah. Yes. He's or in action scenes. Ron Han and Lando. And Lando. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, back on Illick, uh, they meet up with that old Niles ferry farrier again. He says he's got a line on a guy who knows where the Katana fleet is. But Hello, Solo. But so they're not too interested in all that. They leave. So uh, I heard it from a guy who heard it from a friend who knew this. And then I this guy. This, this time, okay, okay, this, okay, okay. And, I, don't, I don't actually know those peoples, but I know some peoples who know some peoples who got next to them peoples. Okay, and those peoples know these people. Maybe some told me this. Maybe and then at the end of like every statement, it's just the whole. Yeah. You know this whole this whole part of the scene to I me. Know how you guys found me. <laughs> I kind of missed something here because this to me. I don't re I didn't really understand why this happened so quick. They just like kind of land. They meet Farrier, and and they kind of have their little exchange, and then they're like, ah, whatever, and we leave. And it seemed like the whole point of this was just to get that tracking beacon on board their ship. The Defel puts one, oh, yeah, one on the inside. Cool. Farrier has one on the outside, so they find the one on the outside. And like, ah, we found this, <laughs> but there's really one Farrier, on the inside too. You idiot. Yeah. yeah, but it seemed a little forced in here. It was a very quick scene that seemed like, eh, that was kind of throwaway. It, it so seemed I, I saw the guys at the gas station, me. and uh, I think maybe they yeah. did something to the and that was It was like a gas station stop. Mm. It was literally a gas station stop in this book, and I'm like, oh, well, that was just kind of a quick, yeah. for no other reason than to, like, hey, we're tracking. Yeah, you get a quick little, like, oh, it's a good thing, you know, Han got too close to the Wraith. It's a good thing it was Han and not Lando. <laughs> yeah. Lando's already seen the Wraith, and he would have known, I, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Lando you're is right. just, I mean, he is like your guide to this universe. He knows the smell of Karababa. Noah. <laughs> to back. Well, I, I like it. Spot devils at 500 paces. <laughs> I like Lando. I like Lando being our, our, as a reader, I like Lando being our steadfast character. I like that. Keeps yes. looking at the other characters going, why aren't you seeing what's going on here? <laughs> I am the, yeah. Why am I the only one who's not just blindly going about his business? <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> so chapter 19, Card watches the either way's return three days late. Before she can tell about her capture, though, the Imperials oh, yeah. attack. Sorry, yeah. I'm remembering here. So, you know, a tracking device. Oh, it's interesting how there's a tracking device on a ship that's going through light speed. speed. Yep. And oh, yet, wait, there's about four more things oh, here that wait. are going to go on in the there's second so half of this book. There's so many things. Yeah. I just wanted to bring that one back up. Oh, look, tracking through light speed, and yet, oh, listen, that's such a terrible... Listen, this is not canon. In fact, we shot out of the cannon <laughs> towards the sun. <laughs> Whoa. Towards Luke? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to oh, not that go that yeah. far, bud. <laughs> but just wait, so what are, you, what are you bringing up now? Well, take Hold a look. Look. i got to back up. Let's back that up we, a second. In the books, we can track back through the, light space. Or we can, tra in the book, we, we can, can track, track through light speed. Through, hyper, through hyperspeed. Yeah, people were upset in Last Jedi of, what? Now all of a sudden they can track through light speed and hyperspace? They just did it in the book. They've always been able to. Even in the first movie, they, they there I was know. a tracking system. Because aboard. there had yeah, but, then, yeah, but then that's the, the whole plot point of... 
of last year. Or Jedi a big is, plot point in the last year. Oh, Jedi. they were able Jedi. to transfer through. They can track us through hyperspace? They, yeah. Well, if they've always been able to, why is it such a... Oh, you're talking about yes. how they bring it up yes. as a big thing. Yeah. No, that's it's the been, writers of Last Jedi yeah. not knowing what had been already done before. It was been done in the movies. Yeah. I know. That's why I'm... Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. look, here's another yep. reference but, towards that. So yeah. why was it oh, such a huge point at yeah. that point in time? Yeah, but, I don't know. Maybe they yeah. forgot. Not only just no, no, this is not no. canon. Hey, that's <laughs> not the last time they're going to do something no, Last Jedi-like in this. Expel it from your mind. What? Expel what? The book? Okay. Why are we no, continuing? I am not. A, no, this is my canon. <laughs> this, going back to the head canon again that we all yeah. Have. Last Jedi didn't happen for me. I just went and watched moving pictures on a screen. That didn't happen. Okay, so, <laughs> so Han and Lando blast out. They're being tracked. They think they're all smart because they found the outside tracker, but there's an inside tracker. There's an inside tracker, but we're over to card. Um, and and I, I, there's this betrayal thing, like et tu brute. I that love, happens here. I love card. On the on the audiobook, no, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. On the two, he's a little Spanish. On the 2012 audiobook, he is. Just, I I can't even do it. That's the most it, recent and probably only one you can get. Yeah, yes. there's a an abridged crap version. But on it, it is it is it is it's, it's Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. Oh yeah. For sure. <laughs> it is just a Ricardo Montalban. He looks like if you look up his picture, he's Ricardo Montalban. Yeah. Or or or, or Edward or like a young Edward James almost. Yeah. Which yeah. But, who by the way for sci-fi fans. Is a major character in Mayans MC. Oh, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool. That. Yeah, he played. He play, he plays. He plays the dad of two of the characters, Boy. but he's a major character. Boy. Yeah, Boy. He's, and a national treasure. <laughs> <laughs> Edwards James almost is a national yeah. treasure. Yeah. You have to say that. We're gonna put him on uh, Mount Rushmore. For <laughs> but um, but Mara ends up um, coming back to card and yes. she has been tracked and so the empire thro- uh, follows her Car- and thrawn screwed her card she was supposed to have like eight yeah. days to like get everything set up she bops out of hyperspace hey i'm back yep. I was like, yep. and card card thinks she's betrayed him you know and this set mm-hmm. this is going to set up for a while here in this book mm-hmm. a schism between these two characters where card is going to think she betrays and she's trying to vindicate herself to Well Kar. what would you think if I would se- think the same thing Your second in command shows up with the empire I, behind and, you and now you're in a cell and she was the emperor's hand uh you know eventually yeah, and, you find out I think it's God why did I trust her the yeah, first place? Yeah. and now you're in a cell and I just of course it's the detention center Yep. And I just have visions of like walk yeah. when you walk through the detention center. I just have visions of like the bro or not the uh, the shut off. Plants. No, oh good. The, I was gonna say broken down, but not broken down. Just like the line of like the uh, shut down uh, imperial inter- interrogation droids. The little circles with the needles coming out of them. Right, oh, right. The probe droids. <laughs> the, just the, yeah. And there's there's I'm like a, oh god. There's a I lot am. of struggle here, but again, I kind of question. I think they play as an author. You got to move things mm-hmm. along. You got to do what you got to do. But I do think that Thrawn accepts Mara and allows her to move around a little bit more than I would think Thrawn should. Should yeah. Well, I mean, th- almost since he's like, hey, the the hand is back, and she has the ability to kind of move around the Star Destroyer. But this is well. But, but this is also one of his mistakes. It is a mistake. This yes. is this is one of his mistakes that we talked about. How yep. he was through the first book and a half, he wasn't making any mistakes. any mistakes, and he is in this book a lot. And now we get to the second half of this book, and he is making some mistakes, even though he thinks he's not. Yeah. At times, he well, he thinks he's just doing. He thinks he's pulling the strings, and I'm controlling this, and I know what right. she's going to do, and I know how this is going to go, and he's making a mistake by 
um, really being so narcissistic within himself of, right. I know everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And Mara decides, hey, I've got to get Card out of here. So she... Gotta get Card out of here. <laughs> so this is where we find out she, the M. Emperor has placed backdoor passwords into everything. Yes, hardwired. Oh, hardwired, and she's from a tech standpoint. Him. Would you say that was a pretty smart decision for the emperor, the main leader of it, to do? Uh, no. <laughs> to do what? What programming in a permanent but backdoor? The fact that he himself uh, has it, and only his key followers. So let's say it's him, and then oh look, follower wants to be risen mm-hmm. to that spot and takes him out in an assassination attempt. I don't know, like like having I, like, having like any one permanent backdoor. I mean, just I mean, who cares if they're your like your, your inner circle? Somebody gets the information out of them. Right. It's permanently programmed in, and you can't get it out. It's true. Yeah. But that's also that is also. You know, part of the emperor's downfall, mm. thinking his that hubris, he, thinking yeah. his hubris, thinking that he knew yeah. everything, and and has full control over his hands. And I like th- I I like this for the point that this allows this would allow this would allow him as the emperor to any upstart captain or any upstart that's going to try to do something within my organization. Right. No, screw you! I'm taking over control of yeah. everything. Uh, I think maybe I think I think it's maybe just a semantics of words that he said. It's per- a permanently hardwired, you know, like you know, maybe modern day it would be something that was constantly changing or whatever. But I like the idea of a, no, don't, the emperor's you don't, you backdoor. You don't get to just make up something to make it okay. No, that's why I was trying to bring <laughs> an actual tech support spot into yeah. this and see what the actual viewpoint was. Yeah. So. Well, I like. I think I it's. Mean, a, I no, think no, it's a fantastic I, I think, idea yeah, no, that I, I he think, can gain control of any computer yeah, system I, I, at I any think, time. Yeah, I think what. What yeah. Claub said, what you're reaffirming right now, yeah. like, yes, I think that he thought that like, that was such a cool idea that, oh, if any of my captains decide to take my ship, I'll yeah. just override it. Never mind that, hey, what if somebody just uses that? Yeah. Thrawn could have used but it see, any, But see, anybody mm. who knows it, anybody who knows that it's going on, is in the Emperor's mind, anybody who has that information is so devoted to me that, and I have such control of their, I have such control of their mind and their soul, really. Which, which I think he did over Mara. Of course he he did. Of course he did. Yeah. Between being manipulative manipulative and the Force. She's a lost soul who's still hearing his voice from the, Beyond the grave. It's just you know? terrifying when you think about it. <laughs> when you think about it. I need Luke Skywalker's help. Kill him. Okay, yeah, I'm going to kill him. Wait, what? <laughs> exactly. All right, yeah. So speaking of that. So chapter 20. Luke has his chance in the Santa chair of judgment. Oh, back. God. He's back with uh, Sabaoth. Um, Santa, I, I, I was, Santa Beoth. Santa Beoth. Santa Beoth. I was very <laughs> thankful for the audiobook at these parts. Yeah. yeah. Woof. You didn't like this part, I man. Like I mean, like I was, I was like cleaning out the other room over here for the studio while I was listening to this, and like, man, I don't. I mean, I I get what it's setting up, but I feel like it was already set up enough in the first part of this book. From the last time, yeah, and it's like we're just yep. revisiting it again. Like, you know what I think is a problem here, and I never. I'm picking out problems I never had when I first mm-hmm. read this. Right, I was just in love with this uh, book, but you have an obviously insane Jedi. And Luke, I I think, immediately knows it when he starts talking to him. Mm -hmm. But nothing really interesting comes of that. 
You have yeah. Sabaoth kind of just bringing him to the village and doing some weird judgments in a chair. Well, That's I, very rote. I, and Luke is just kind of playing along. There doesn't seem to be any but tension. We talked, you know where it's going. We talked about this in earlier podcasts with this mm-hmm. series, with Sabaoth. We have to remember that Luke has no basis yes. for other Jedi. True. I, yeah. I'm going to strip that back even a little bit more and just equate this to, like, have you ever got, have you guys ever, like, tried to make a new friend? Yeah. And then, like, gone and hung out with them one-on-one, and, like, they're super weird. <laughs> 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 but you feel really awkward leaving. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, obviously okay. not you guys. You're I'm, in my house. That, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, right, right, right. The, the but we're only, not one-on-one. Well, I know what you're saying. And, yeah. And it is kind of the... You're like this is like, a mistake. Like, okay, the, cool, the okay only, cool. We're just gonna hang out. Maybe we'll watch. You, like you, you let <laughs> you, you, you you let your dealer hang out for a little bit, <laughs> just yeah. because he has that position. He has that position of you're, something you're, you're doing. You're you assuming anyway, right, Claude? You don't. Yeah, you don't let the pizza guy hang out and okay, then the share guy. some. They of your were just pizza talking about this on last podcast <laughs> yeah. on the I'm left. Really, that oh, exact yeah. same really? thing. Yeah. You don't. You don't let the pizza guy stay and then share some of your pizza with it. No. But when it's this weird, mysterious thing, you let the dude who brought the weird, mysterious thing yeah. come and sit down for a little. So while Luke's hanging out with his weird, weird new friend and like, yeah, okay, I'll sit in the oh, chair. Yeah. I'll oh, do yeah, some judgment. What? Okay. No, no. He's like, oh yeah, you know what? Like, okay, like I'm gonna go over to his planet. I hear that he uses the force too. Maybe we'll hang this out. This is cool, Luke. We're gonna use the force. I together. want your sister. And then, yeah. Oh yeah, no. I mean, Can you bring the twins? Oh. She's got twins. I would like. I would, I would like the babies. Okay, yeah. So you, you're like mild red flags right up front. Like, oh, he, <laughs> mild red flags. He, he knows who my sister is. That's weird. He's uh, wearing a shorty robe. He, he wants them to come gonna over. Gonna get a greased that, chest. He wants them to come over. That's weird. He wants to read my. He's got a gold chain with a big medallion on it. Prob okay. probably one of the medallions. Oh, oh wait, oh wait, there's of other... the Pleiadians. Oh, I bet you it's a Pleiadian medallion. Nice oh, man, <laughs> what? Wait, there's there's other people here. We're gonna go see other people. Thank God, this guy is so weird. Oh, he's <laughs> murdering them. <laughs> I I need to go. But we're, we're really I, far I away really from th- my ship, and I don't think I'm strong enough. to Oh, you're going right now. Are you coming back? Can you bring your sister? <laughs> and the twins? Hey, when are you coming back? He's just I'd really like to meet them. I feel like he takes like Race both of his hands. He's got like both of his hands and he's just like kind of petting like his sweaty chest. Just like, okay, okay, Luke, you can go. Uh, but bring your sister. And the twins. Actually, uh, is it the end of the... Okay, no, cool, no, dude. Fu- cool. It's further along when we get to the scene where he actually does leave. Yes. yes, it's not yeah. here yet. Yeah, no, no, Mara's yeah. got to come break yeah, him. This is just this down. is just this a is judgment the, scene. Yeah, this but, is the part about sheep eating a bush or something. <laughs> yeah, God, <laughs> is sheep. But yeah, but it's again, supposed to be a again, Greek allegory. Luke, <laughs> ha- it is actually Luke <laughs> has Luke, <coughs> Luke has no reference for how other people use the Force other than what yeah, Ben right. and Yoda told him and what he saw the Emperor do. You are right. So he knows that the Emperor and the Vader stuff was bad. Yeah. This is still somewhere in the middle here until we get to this point where it's like, oh God. He Yeah, oh, I, I played the guitar. I, I played the guitar with Ben and Yoda, and they were really cool. And I <laughs> I met Sabaoth and he was gonna come he was gonna I was gonna go over to his and Dime Bang Daryl over here. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, they, and they were gonna teach me he was gonna teach me some new chords and I came over and he just started smoking meth. Yeah, just like <laughs> Black Sabaoth. <laughs> Mr. Crowley. <laughs> 
Black Sabbath. Luke's gonna be my power bottom. <laughs> Sorry. If, if you do not make a Black Sabbath, Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Okay, I will do it. Holy crap. I feel, I feel horrible for Tommy Omni right now. Oh, no. Oh, no. One of the things, though, here, going away from a bit. Bring us look back to reality, please. No, no, no. Look at Luke's history, though, with his Jedi training. Obi-Wan, like, maybe a week. Yeah. Yoda, eh, two days doing some running. I sat in a chair one time, and now I want to get out again. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this training! Yeah, There is no training whatsoever for these actually, poor Jedi now. Actually, Luke is a child do. of trauma. He's a child of trauma. Actually, how traumatized this guy is. I believe he spent a lot of time with Yoda, and the, the reason it doesn't seem like it's been so long is because Leia and them are traveling through hyperspace, and blah, 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 who cares? <laughs> oh, just looking at him, oh, like, can oh I just... God. You could have done a training montage with Yoda in the woods with the Rocky theme I, track. I, background. Oh I'd feel God. I'd feel a little bit more comfortable here, Sabioth, if you just climbed on my back and we did some flips. Right, right. <laughs> and so then I'm a bit too old for you, that you get someone more muscular, yeah. little Yoda. Now it's stronger. And, and then to only add to this, who's gonna come to save him because she needs him? Is her like kind of manipulative? I want to kill you, hot redheaded Mara is showing up. Sign me up. I'm Sign, in. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Hi, Mara. <laughs> which, by the way, in the comics and every place else, they constantly show her in this body tight black suit, which is awesome. But in the book, you find she's a master of disguise. She is constantly changing her outfit to that's match just, that's just well, that's, that's why you have the Black Widow yeah, that, suit on underneath everything because else. Because then you put stuff over the top of it. Yeah, and then if you need to the shed it, you're layer. fine. And then it blends into the dark color. Kind of like I wear Spanx all the time. You don't wear those. <laughs> why do you know that? Don't ask. <laughs> <laughs> and I won't lie. Have you ever sounded in a Spanx before? Oh, no, it doesn't even sound comfortable at all. <laughs> oh, sauna. Sounded. I heard sounded. I'm like, what are you... <laughs> Did you yeah. sound you shout spanks? into somebody's Spanx. Oh, by the way, for all of the listeners besides yeah. those in northern Minnesota, uh, what we were talking about was, a, was a sauna. <laughs> Shut up. I will break you. It is a sauna. It, <laughs> it is, is a, a sauna. Finnish listeners, hit us up. It is a sauna. It is sauna. Phonetic language, sauna. Okay, so there we go. We got people in Finland that will tell us. No, I'm cutting. We it know out. it. No, you're not cutting <laughs> it out. It is sauna. <sighs> the rest. Okay, okay go, so we're sauna. Go, go, sa- go drink a pop. Oh my god. <laughs> we're sauna with Oh Sabi my god, off. that is an NPR show right there. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Saunaing with Sabiath. <laughs> Saunaing with Sabiath. <laughs> I'm gonna put Sabiath in the sauna. You know the trouble is, is just there's... in the shorty robe in the sauna with the ladle. The thing that's gonna be hard to do Covering is, is the, junk. there is <laughs> like no paintings of Sabiath. There, there's like there the cover, aren't. and there's the one with just his face and a bunch of lightning. There's almost nothing of Sabiath yeah, that, uh, that, to uh, work that with. Just here. Jedi things that I posted. Like I really wanted to have him in it, but there's I nothing of him. It. Anything. Yeah. Why aren't people painting this guy? I think the shorty robe paint is showing him. him. Paint him nude. There's artists out there. Paint paint him nude? Did you just say? No. Okay. I think you did. Okay. You did, so, but it didn't matter. So okay. Luke Luke sits in the Santa chair. Luke says, okay, bring me more evidence tomorrow or whatever it is. Yeah, okay. I don't we're, know. We're and then already... Sabioth gets all pissed off at him, gets all butthurt because of that. It goes, no, you should have just made judgment right now. because read, the, read their minds. People right. are stupid and can't right. handle things. Yeah. But this, but we were actually at Mara. So Mara's coming, screaming in to yeah. to get to break him out. And as she's about to land, her ship is barraged by a hail of rocks because at the same time, Sabaoth knows she's coming and is splitting his attention and whipping rocks at her Z ninety five blast boat as it comes in. Bump bump Which bump. I hate or headhunter. Sorry, headhunter. Can I say I hate the name blast boat? Yes, you can. I don't mind the name Blast Boat. I hate the name Blast Boat because I just, I, I, 
it it I get too like Viking ship flying through the air for me. Because it's a not, boat? Not, yes. It's not, called the Imperial Navy in Star Wars. I mean... But it's, yeah, yes, but Navy, <laughs> Navy is going to be spaceships. I, I just, but they don't look like boats. Uh, I had no I'm issue not, with that. I'm, the, it's uh, just another name. The Katana yeah. fleet looks like clams with an overbite. I'm fine with that. I don't know. My... my <laughs> Uh, my, my Actually, friend? that's one of the hardest things that I have with any spaceship that goes into an atmosphere. Because once you go into an atmosphere, you can you can do much less things with aerodynamics than you can do in space where there is no atmosphere. Which, uh, Which I actually, I think is something that Star Wars does really well. Yes, I think so too. None of these big, intricate ships ever go into atmosphere. Into atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Well, they did in Clone Wars, but that's a different no, no, thing. That's no, not... Hey, hey, no, the hey, only time they're in the well, atmosphere is, is when they're crashing onto Jack Or when they're Jacqueline. Well, if you look at... Once it, Millennials took the rain, it. everything went to hell. Well, Rogue One, they have the Star Destroyer above Jeddah at that one point. As well, it drops I, down I, and sitting there. Yeah, I think it's but barely I'm, in atmosphere. But We're going to say it's barely. It's like 100 feet above. Well, it, it's a really big ship. Anyway. <laughs> I think they just default nowadays to whatever oh, yeah. looks okay, no, cool no, okay, in the right. image. Yeah, you know what? But, give, no, me, yeah. give me my own medicine. Tell me that I can't just fix things in my own head. You can fix things in your own head. It's an imaginary Don't universe. You can do whatever you universe. want. Yes. You can do whatever you want. So anyway, no. still in 21 here. Mara, yeah, yeah we're, we're, rocks. we're rocketing. Rocks, classic. Nice yeah, <laughs> I need I another saber light. So rocks classic are flying against it. She, uh, she tries a harrowing vertical landing in twenty one on a ledge and starts to climb towards the rim. When who arrives but R two piling the X wing? I, I actually, I want to, I want to go back for a second here because I think okay. her flying into the, her crash, pseudo crash landing, flying into. Flying in, landing in this cave yep. is written so extremely. Yes, well. I agree. I agree with that. You, 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 f- it, you feel the claustrophobicness of her trying to fit this ship into this cave. Yep, I agree. It's done very well. It's I, I think Zahn across the board writes action. One of the clearest of any authors I've written. Like his action pops off the page and is super uh, in my like in my head. I know exactly what's going on. And so, what? You no, spit I, up your drink? No, I stopped my spit take because I was trying to figure out how many authors you've written. Read? No, you no, said you written. written. <laughs> oh, did I say written? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm getting a it little floppy. Little, I know, and that's... <laughs> I was trying to contain it and just in case I held the glass yeah. in front. But no, it's very good. And, you know, flying through an asteroid field, the odds are probably really good. If 3PO was there, he'd tell how well she'd survive. I want, I want to believe that 3PO uh, uh, scanned it and saw her coming in, like, her hotness oh. coming in. It was like, oh. Yeah. Pulls in the R2. 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 Did I say 3PO? If, I said if 3PO was there, he'd be sitting there doing the count towards what the a... percent would be. I think you need more do. I think you need more do with your Diaz. <laughs> Ronnie do. <laughs> <laughs> but no, R2. Yes, he sees. That's some good piloting up there. <laughs> well, and let me ask. Let me ask you this because I thought about this at this point. Is this the first time that we have seen R two independently flying the vehicle? Yes. Yes. Because uh, it all I... in the movies he hasn't uh, the the for original trilogy. No. no, I think it's in the original trilogy. When? No, that's when you're thinking of no R two. Bring it around. Bring it around. When the, the, I I can't. It's one or three. Oh, is it in Empire Strikes Back? Yeah. Doesn't he bring it in uh, before he takes off? Yeah, um, Luke like tells when he him leaves to do when he leaves yeah. Hoth. No, yeah. I think it's people who are. You know, like little, like think of like a towboat that there's stuff still on the ground yeah, that was he, bringing he, it. There. I, it's I, I swear to God, Luke. He, says, he tells him. He tells he him to. He tells him to do the startup sequence numerous of time, numerous times. Yeah. yeah. 
but I don't know. I don't, I don't think don't we know. ever actually see. We've got like independently and flying. I don't, is I don't our really fandom being questioned flying. right now? Is our fandom going to be questioned? It might be. We've seen the movies five hundred times. It's all melding together, and Ronnie Dews are flowing. So I'm not really sure. But it's okay. I'm going to keep while you guys are looking up that information. I'm going to keep forwarding us along. Forward. Yes, uh, upwards and onwards. Um, so. Sabioth declares that Thrawn is Mara's enemy, and her goal is to take his Jedi away. She decides that Sabioth is ruthless, calculating, and unstable, but not mad, and declares that she needs to mm -hmm. borrow Luke. Um, I like that that Mara is instantly able to get a read on Sabioth. Like Luke, because he so willfully has, I think what we talked about earlier as a daddy issue or a you know, training trauma. issue. Trauma. Trauma, where he wants to latch on, find some other Jedi in the galaxy. He's been very obviously uh, sidelining his intuition over Sabaoth, um, whereas Mara lands and is like, okay, this guy's nuts. Um, and instantly starts, you know, finessing him with the like, oh, I'm just borrowing Luke, don't worry about it. But, um... Going back to it, yep, he kind of brings there him along. Oh, yep, oh, yep. He brings him along the surface. I mean, it's not really too much flying. Oh yeah, that, that's yeah. yeah I guess, does I guess bring so. it in right here. Yeah. In, it's it's yeah, on Hoth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, okay. Yeah, I knew, oh yeah. no, actually, I was wrong. I said it's one or three. It's the two. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> not. It's not one or three. Yeah, there's a whole like two there's, out a, there's of a whole three thing. There's a whole thing. Evidently, there's something called that I didn't even know about called what is it called? R two come home where he does like pilot a starfighter and shoot people. Was this a Lego movie? Uh, <laughs> oh, it's an episode of Clone Wars. Oh, oh okay. that makes sense. But anyway, that doesn't count <laughs> right now. But it does too. But, uh, but Disney, I'm saying Disney for the context of our argument. But how, mu how much can R2... That's, and that's my next question is, how much can R2 fly? Well, remember, I he's don't basically know. the ship from what is, they've described he, he for is. I mean, he has full control. Well, yeah, yeah. With, within, well, why do we need Luke? Within, because we don't need battle droids again. Within the context... <laughs> within the context of the original trilogy... Yep. He, he flew it on the planet on Hoth, yep. and he's on the planet on Jomarth, and he's just hovering it and shooting. Oh, yeah. conveniently in book two also. Ooh. Oh, so maybe, maybe, maybe. No, I think I think it's established well enough in the movies that he can do this. I mean, yeah, no, I mean, it was in my yeah. head that no, I, 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 no, I, 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 I have no problem with no. him doing this. I was just yeah. wondering yeah. if this. Yeah. Was yeah. First oh yeah. Time. yeah. Oh yeah. Because yeah. this this always appears to me as like, okay, R 2s just fly. Okay, R 2s yeah. just flying. <laughs> right, um, and it works out he's, awesomely he's, later. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's hovering, and I mean, what he's he's shooting at a fixed target. Like he's, I, he's oh, yeah. not doing anything. I love aggressive. the fact that R 2s kind of a dink to Mara here. Yeah. Mm. A little bit because she's climbing up, and she's like, "Okay, well, you know, do set, set this up. You know, all right, well, uh, get down here and let me get into the canopy." And he goes, "No," and he like just pushes a leg of the landing gear yeah. over to her. <laughs> You're not yeah. getting in the cockpit. Get oh. out. <laughs> Yeah. Just grab on. Which well, think about how the last time he'd seen her. He well, was and again, know, how hard is it? To, how hard is it going to be? Even just like slowly skimming the surface to oh hang on God. to a leg of landing gear as it's flying. Well, there's little fun things. <laughs> I don't care what I don't care what Tom Cruise has taught us in Mission Impossible movies. <laughs> or Harrison Ford attached to a submarine in. Yeah. Indiana Jones, but, anyway. <laughs> but we have. Let's talk about this standoff okay. that happens Sorry, here. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, let's Sa get to Sa uh, mocks that Mara has pulled a blaster on him because she's wearing this Salamir frame yes. backpack, right? Um, Everyone has. Oh, one. I love the Fashionable. threat. Like just because you, backpack. just because you're standing within an empty space of the Force, don't make that. Or uh, that doesn't mean I can't 
like take you down. No, and what we yeah. found, I can still throw rocks at you. He throws trajectory. a rock and takes out her, uh, takes out her gun. And the only reason he doesn't kill her is because he's had a vision saying that you will bow before yeah. me at some point. And of hey, course, him and his hey, visions. you're kind of an, you're 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 kind of another person here that I can feel that is force sensitivity. Ooh, yeah, yeah. yeah Do right. you have a sister too with twins? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, come here, Mara. Tell me of your sister. <laughs> oh, no, get get I in, don't want to. Get, nope. get, in, get into my windowless speeder van. Yeah. Sabiath reprimands Luke because Luke shows up like, hey, oh, who are you talking to? <laughs> no, hey, I thought I told you to go to bed. Yeah, you did. Uh, I know he talks to him like a child. Yeah, yeah. That, that's exactly what he says. He t I told you to go to bed. I'm not, and Luke, Luke, I'm, I'm not seven. I'm not going to bed. Oh, Mara, you're here. No. And she's, she's all worried like, God, Luke's not going to believe me. He's not going to believe that this guy's an like a crazy dude and that he has to leave with it. Luke, I need your help. This guy's crazy. Oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, really? And I love the fact that R2 just blasts him here. Yeah. yeah. Well, because Sabi Sabiath, I like all this, what happens here all very rapidly is that Sabiath's like kind of using the force to try to put Luke to yeah. sleep. Um, and yeah, Amara moves the force you know. bubble, like moves over it was, him. It was described really well. Like, right. There's a slump to him that he doesn't know that he has and his eyes are like... And yeah. even makes, Sa makes Sabiath even more creepy here that he's got the young dude that he's brought to his planet and now he's drugged him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got words. roofies in him. He's the got force, force roofies. roofies. Yeah. Welcome, mm, my name is Sabiath, and I got you <laughs> some stuff for you. Doobity bop. No. Doobity no. <laughs> Um, but any, what I love. Says the guy in the sweater. <laughs> <laughs> that is a wild sweater, I'll tell you that. Um, but anyway, Luke, uh, or what we said, R2 blasts yeah. with his X-Wing. Yeah, Morrow steps over to Luke, so Luke all of a sudden goes, oh crap, yeah, I've been messed with. And then what R2 just, Sabiath is like setting up to like do, you know, like, I'm going to get you all, I'm going to come after you all, and R2... So th at this point, Sabiath is obviously evil. Like, Luke yes. should know. Like, he's trying to drug me. He's been asking for the twins and Leia. And now he's unconscious, well, no. just laying there. And they're just going to, like, leave him. Like, well, Mara, like let's Mara, leave. Mara grabs her blaster and walks up to execute him. And Luke's like, no. Yeah. But they, they just let him lay. Like, just, they're just going to let him which, lay there. there which is there a was, Jedi thing to do. There was it good is in, a Jedi thing to do. That is good Not Vader. randomly, Not yeah. randomly kill there a bunch of people. must be good in him. Yep, true, and I, true. I mean, and I, and I, I honestly, I, I think that really is a very good way to like look at things. Right. If there was good in Vader, there's good in everybody. Yep. What I like is that Luke is still playing the part of of the light side. Yeah. To the extreme. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's almost Which like, I think it's is almost good. like Luke means light. Yes. Oh, wait. <laughs> um, but, I, but I agree. And I think Star Wars uh, is always in need of this. Because when Star Wars is mythology at its best, you have that lawful good. Yes. And sometimes you go like, wait, I would have put Sabaoth down. No, you need that person there who's kind of sometimes unrealistically good. Good. Yeah. Oh, you exactly. Know? And if he yeah. does... And it, uh, I... I do firmly. Luke would Luke would put him down again if he dot if he was still awake or if he was still right. alive or if he for, was force lightning people or doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Luke would do what he has to do. To it's not someone. exactly. Yeah, it's right. not honorable to kill him right now in his sleep. In Which his sleep, smarter. I Mara can't do it. do it. Yeah. 
<laughs> chaotic neutral versus I tried to good. do it. We'll I win. tried to do it to my nephew later in the. Wait, no. Uh, Thank you. I just uh, <laughs> there was a picture I wanted to get today. Hey, let's start breezing through the well, breakout there, in twenty two. Oh, oh sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the few times I actually took a picture of something in this book. To what keep is my that? Mind because what I didn't take notes this time. At the end of it here, there's this comment about how, oh. The trick about Luke destroying the first Death Star and Vader had to pay for his blunder. Oh, By getting God, his, thank you for bringing that up. That he lost his right hand, in fact. And that's oh. when he mm-hmm. lost the hand the first time. Establishing in the book uh-huh. that that's how Vader got the first mechanical ah. And I found it... The only I don't time know I how to, the prequels. Yeah. yeah, I like the prequel way better of, okay, he got it chopped off there. But now this one, oh, he messed up on the Death Star. Hold up your hand. Oh, okay. Because then, to me, it kind of seems, wait, you're the Emperor... Yep. You took your best supporter, and you Who took he, and you took off his sword hand. Yeah, but yeah. when that exactly. seemed like the best decision you were gonna do, wait, 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 wait. Like, it it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Your blunder is the you know, right I, hand. I, I think, can understand yeah. the left hand, and I think Zahn, the right in Zahn's effort to try to add, like we've been talking to, to your watching of the movies, then you would have watched that scene when Vader, yes. you know, he's got his yeah. hand missing, and that Vader, in his mind, would have been like, I, I don't know, this was a punitive there, judgment, that whole thing but with, it's weaker. There's a whole thing with Kenobi with, like, he's more machine than man, man. at this point. Yeah. So like, he but, still like, had yeah. that arm? Yeah, so... So Obi-Wan knows that about it. Yeah. That he True. is more machine than But man. it was an interesting... I that found is it interesting, interesting looking part. at that spot, and I'm like, oh, wait... Literally, yeah, keep going. literally and the only time I prefer the prequels. Yeah, I agree. No, I agree. It is. I mean, the prequels do paint a very good picture of just like the, I mean, husk. Yeah. Of a what human. was left of him? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And gonna still throw out the pre- prequels do a much better job with world building and aliens. Well, right, because there actually are more aliens. Oh, tons of, yeah. And the ones that we like and know. Um, So, So, chapter 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 22. 22. Uh, Luke and Mara. Why don't we go to Naboo and let's talk about aliens? (laughs) What? Uh, Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm looking at this and I can't get a good shot because I want to say he didn't lose his, even in the prequels, he didn't lose his right hand. He did. He lost it during the first battle with Count Dooku, but then it became mechanical for the first time, and then oh, they went to the remember the spot, weird he got ho- fully burned off and that arm went disappeared. He's holding okay, her hand yes. when they're looking over the yes. chair. Was that his right hand? Yes. Yeah, because that's the one he holds when he's because oh, okay. he's right handed <laughs> bashing on his uh, saber. Then, uh, yes. I got you. Okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, sorry. So let's go through 22. this whole breakout of card thing is one big thing, right? So chapter Great 22, um, they go, they sneak onto the Chimera, or they get to the Chimera, and they're going to break break into this uh, get to out. get card out. Um, they have a plan, though. They do have a plan. Hey, they end up in a trash compactor, buddy. What do you think of that? Hey, you know what's Call literally back. the worst? But they're going, Callbacks. They're going the opposite <laughs> way. Yeah, they're yeah. breaking it. They're, they're going the up other. through the trash compactor. <laughs> oh so my like, god. That's how you break the callback. Oh it's fine. my god, how dare episodes seven and eight have callbacks. <laughs> this is worse. I, I no, I I'm not gonna say it's worse. This, no, this is I wouldn't str- go that far. This is straight on par yeah. with what Disney's doing right now. And I yep. actually I think like the amount of callbacks we've gotten in these books is yep. what set up what has happened in the movies. Well, we, so, were t- we, we were 20 years ago, though, thing, remember. But look at how yeah. many things that have been mm-hmm. stolen we're 20 from this years trilogy ago in, this book. Yep. in the last two I don't, movies. I, mean, I don't. I agree. Why are we having a side conversation and they're having a side I conversation? Over the microphone yeah. that other people... <laughs> I stopped. I stopped and then you pointed it out. Yeah. <laughs> no, but anyway, sorry. What we were talking about, and that's Bob and I, we were looking at the fact that, okay, there's mm-hmm. all these callbacks that they've things that have been stolen from these books. And I I'm not even done with the third book yet, and I'm willing to bet there's many things out of there that they stole for seven and eight. Right. I do think that this is the part where he's... 
I will say this entire book. Um, mm -hmm. This middle book does tend to me to now on on finally a read with like the critical eye of yes. our podcast. Mm -hmm. This is the book that slogs. This is a slog of a book in some ways. It's not a book that I put down and go, "Holy cow, that was amazing!" Can you imagine what happened? Did, did you read Dark Force Rising? Uh, it really, it's a <laughs> lot. Screw the rest of them. Did you read the second it one? Had, it it's had its scenes. It's I had an awesome I had, scene. I agree. It's much it had, a lot of character building. Yep, but it had it had its scenes. But do you know what? So I'm did, okay. So did the Last Jedi. Oh, I, don't you, Ethan? Don't. You're, you're in my house. Remember that. <laughs> Ow! Oh, oh. So anyway, actually, actual book. Um, yeah. So getting through Story, here, yeah, I actually, but, you know, they go in, they get the three suits. I will say, I will honestly say, and this is like the third or fourth time I've read this. Right. I did have a beat here where I'm like, why are they taking three suits? Yeah. That, but oh, smart, smart move by, yeah. smart writing by Zahn. Yeah. That to have his characters think that, right. well, if we get the dude out of the detention center, we can't just walk him down right. the hallway. Yeah. Yeah, and and I, I do have to say, in every time I've read this book, I have never gone, oh, too many callbacks. Even with the trash compactor, I've always loved it. And now... On this read, because it was yeah, brought up the last time, I was like, I realize, I'm like, oh god, trash compactor. That's <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. honestly, I think that you cannot, you cannot, Don, bring in the dolphins. <laughs> you cannot about the, um, I guess what would you call? Would you uh, the, the recent episodes seven and eight? Seven, eight. The post calls, post calls, epilogues, <laughs> the epilogue, <laughs> the epilogue trilogy, because of callbacks. And then to say that this is no no this no no, is no better. I'm gonna no, wait, I'm, wait, 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 wait. I'm gonna I'm say what's done. different. I'm hey, not hey, done. Let's go. Hey, you will have your time. I'm, I'm not coming. done. <laughs> I mean, never mind that. Like the directors of these two movies totally screwed it up mm -hmm. of seven and eight. I mean, you know, you got J.J. Abrams who came in and seven set all this stuff up and went mystery box. I'm out of here, yeah. walls. <laughs> and then Ryan Johnson who came in and went like, oh crap, what do I do with that? And then ruined it even more. Yeah, but they they are steeped in callbacks, and you can't on those movies. Dolphin, <laughs> without and and then come back and say that these books are like you you cannot deny the callbacks in these books. No, no I, you can't deny saying. the callbacks. However, I do feel that the callbacks are more are more fun here. Yeah, I agree. And the, here's no, the, what, this trash compactor is cringeworthy. Here's what I, here's what I'll say. What I think is different. We're in the detention center in a in a trash compactor. Is no. Here's break off, bud. Actually, here's We're not on a wait, wait, wait. It's fine. My turn. My turn. My turn. My yeah. turn. Okay. Okay. So here's what I will say. There's a difference between I think a retread. I think what's happening here is retread. No. Yes, retread. It's retread because what you're doing is you are in a star destroyer. He figures they're built by the same companies or whatever they have trash compactors i'm going to do the same thing in in like a different way right but it exists kind of in the same way in the universe mm -hmm. whereas like say uh in the in the new movies right i'm going to literally have tatooine on the screen but i'm going to call it jakku right you know what i'm saying like everybody knows it from that, that that's you know what i'm saying universe. to me the one the one thing what i'm what reading it this time i'm going you are recycling the same thing too many times, right? The trash compactor is a is a verbatim recycle. Too, you shouldn't have to redo. Yeah, is a. But you're going the other way. You're going the other way. Yeah. Whoa. Whereas, whereas. Yeah, yeah. That that's a dog <laughs> crap. And instead of R two, instead of R two being plugged in, you have a hacker code. Yeah. 
Both are kind of lazy, but for different reasons. Anyways, we get Rapio! Rapio! Where could he be? <laughs> oh, the dying got to that, Oh my god, look. Mark Hamill delivering that those screams is like gut-wrenching. I hate... Yep. I, that's the only thing. That's the only voice Mark Hamill's ever done that I hate. He was young. Oh, Give I chance. I don't mind any of that. Even uh, the I mean, Tashi Station thing that oh, no, everybody no, I, I don't mind on. that. No, no, I don't it's, mind it's him it. screaming. Oh, where could he be? It's, yeah. just, it's so seventies. <laughs> I don't oh, know. but I love that 70s. But it was I the 70s. 70s. I know. You I love it. You can't no. say it was so 70s, but it was the 70s. <laughs> I'm just here to crap on everything. Yes! Yes! Yes, that's I'm right. I'm just here to crap on everything you guys love. Shut up! Okay, Shut so up. the rescue card. Shut up! I'm the rescue card. Yes. I'm, I'm turning into and Joe so, Pesci. I was so happy. I was so happy because I thought, again, re reading reading through this with now the critical eye, and I remember yeah, enjoying yeah, yeah. this scene the first I did time too, I read the book. Because it was a callback to your yes, childhood yes, that you yes. loved dramatically. <laughs> yes. However, yes. reading this this time, and it's been a couple, it's been maybe two, three years since I've reread this trilogy. Again, going through this, I'm like, oh God. So he gets up to the detention center. He walks down to the, he walks through shift change. Yeah. Um, walks through shift change, walks up to the door, and I'm, back of my head, my teeth are hurting. My teeth are itching in the, because in the back of my head, I'm going, I'm reading this going, don't do it, son. And he did Don't it. Don't do it. Because I know, because I'm with Don't Club do it. on this one. This is where it goes too far. The trash compactor was not too far. This was Don't too far. Don't do it when the door opens. Don't do it when the and door he opens. Did. <laughs> yep. Yep, cards laying there like Leia. Yes. Yeah. I don't even have a problem with that. But and Zon didn't do it. I was waiting for. Well, you're, you're a little, little short. You're a little push. short to be a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still laying there like Leia. I'm like, okay, but, now but it's I'm okay just with Beta. I'm okay with it because he's Latino. What? What? That's so weird. What does that have to do with it? Because it's cards. Card is sultry. Card okay. can be there. Card can be there in a little. So he's a little bit as sexy as Leia. Why not? <laughs> it's twenty. So he's whatever. just waiting for him to come in this. Oh, oh hello. He's not wearing a bra either. <laughs> he's wearing a chain metal bikini. No, maybe no. But again, maybe it's something that Card's doing intentionally to you know put off the stormtroopers that are coming in because he doesn't know who's opening the door. He's just laying there going, "Well, hello." <laughs> just rubbing his belly. Yeah, he's got, he's got his his wind jacket up over his stomach. He's just going to town. I on picture it. him. I picture him there in the con, in the con like breastplate. Con <laughs> in the con like uh, the uh, the shoulder pads. Yeah, the whole thing. right. Yeah. Well, hello. <laughs> Remember, as you've told you me many not, times, the listeners can't see what you're doing. You, 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 you are not who I thought it would be. There. <laughs> Why don't you come in? <laughs> I have some red wine and some uh, GHB. <laughs> you know what I? You know what I like? We flash. So after this scene, we flash back real quick to Thrawn and Pelion, who are talking about. They're orbiting around Endor, and I like how there's crews of scavengers who still come to sift through the debris yeah. of what's left over. Well, of course. How many people are still sifting? Or how many people still show up at the freaking Titanic? Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. I'm gonna find something that's gonna make me rich. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like they hey, put you know, on Jakku. <laughs> Don't some break. scavengers. <laughs> that's the whole, get some money. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. The whole, that's the whole economy of Jakku. <laughs> They're that's like, the thing, though, yeah. is you got to bring craft to Simon Pegg in order to get food. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> They're like Jawas, but not yes. as cool. Oh, or no, sand I mean, people, I mean, no, no, but if, not if, as cool. If you think, I mean, like with Jakku, with Endor, if you think about you know this big space battle, eventually all that debris will be like mm -hmm. captured. 
by the gravitational pull and brought down to the planet. Yep. And, and there was still... Well, well, I think they were talking about they were going through the base on Endor. Yeah, there's yes. still the base on there's Endor. There's the base on Endor. Yeah. There's the bones from the now extinct there's Ewoks. There's ships everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Most <laughs> likely extinct. Most there's now somebody likely, trying yeah. to find... There's, there's, there's some Ewok big, pelts. Yeah, there's... <laughs> There, there is somebody, there is some de- there is some imperial dentist that is paying to go on a big game Ewok hunt. <laughs> Don't, in their Dulocks, they Yikes. hunt Dulocks on there. Yikes. Or yeah. the Fazu or whatever that damn singing thing was from the, re- from the re-release. Hey, hey. Oh, Yuzzo. Yuzzo. Because those, those no. are na- native to Endor as well. They, they oh. were in the original, like, uh, when uh, Macquarie was doing drafts of Endor. Yeah, there was Yuzum were on there. So a lot of things we think are dumb about those things. Uh, he was just mining what was already made, but he yeah. just did them in a dumb way. You know. Yeah. yeah. Shut up. And I just... And again, and again, I guarantee you Except with the dude with the man boobs and that thing. Can we talk about that? I can't wait. What was going on there? Like, I mean, like, like the prequels were pretty weird, but yeah. like that one scene was the weirdest <laughs> thing I have like, you, child Luke have like, ever seen. Like, have you wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. I got. Have you ever been to a rural garbage dump? Yes. Yeah. That dude works there. Oh my god. It actually is true. <laughs> that actually is true, dude. <laughs> You go to a rural garbage dump somewhere in the boondocks in the United <laughs> States, you are going to find that dude that guy works. who has the weird leather helmet on. <laughs> he's shirtless for no apparent reason. Because he's, 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 he's got the 104-year-old coveralls that are tied around his face. He's crying because they ran, the, they ran the trash compactor and they accidentally squished. You squished Squeaky, they're my pet rat. <laughs> Okay, what are we talking about in this book? <laughs> Chicken monkey, ho! <laughs> still better, still better though. And I did, I and I enjoyed Solo. I'll, 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 we'll stop this train of thought here in a moment. But I enjoyed Solo a lot. And Why watched, are we talking about Solo? No, because because the damn yacht scene with oh, the, with the, oh, the, the, the the weird the weird head in the bubble. Which finally an alien, the new Disney stuff, all it is is like humans which their mouth. That's all they do. Like we don't we don't know how to make aliens anymore. Just put humans with helmets in their mouth. That's all they do. So back to the book. And why does Paul Bettany look like he's got rape scratches on? We have four <laughs> dolphins in this episode. Oh, God. Back Sorry, to Luke. the book right now. Yeah, anyway, okay. at this Neil, point, Neil, Thrawn and Pelion realize, oh, wait. Card is out of his thing, and Jade is probably using her codes that she somehow got from earlier to have led to this escape. Well, who else Who else is going <laughs> to be? Exactly, hey, yes. hey, somebody should check on Card right now. Uh, uh, can you imagine that conversation with your boss uh, after... Gone. Especially depending on how long you've yes. been around. Yeah. You know, because usually people die when they do... Uh, sir... Um, He's um gone. cars not in his cell. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Can we talk about how weird it is that Thrawn like like makes his own Thrawn they find the ship that has the Asalamurai frame in it, and so then Thrawn is talking to Pellin and he's like, Oh, she's here. And she's after the Falcon. Like they're gonna break him out and take the Falcon, move it back into deep storage. Which they would have they were not there to take the no, Falcon. No, he no, he just that he doesn't make a, make a reference until afterwards. I thought he's the one who says, move the Falcon into He said, into move deep it earlier, and, and then did. he because we may oh, need that's to, where they're we going. Because we may yeah. need to... He's, earlier, he goes, okay, put it in deep storage because we may use that later. 
But I thought that he moved it because he thought they were there. But and then once he finds, if out, he wouldn't have done that, they wouldn't have seen the Falcon. Once, once he finds once out, once he finds out, once he finds out cards oh, out, okay. it, he goes through his whole. Well, they're, they're not gonna. They came in on. They must have come in on one of the transport on one of the uh, supply ships. I don't think they're going to go back there. Where else would they go? Well, Card would know about deep storage where they could steal a ship from over there. Yeah. And then everybody just kind of stumbles into the Falcon. Right. 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 Convenient Which, plot device is convenient. <laughs> you know, I, I actually... It is, but I was okay. I, no, I was too, actually. I mean, you know, you know, despite thinking, the fact about, that I made uh, that claim. Um, Thrawn's mess-ups in this book. Yes. You know, and, like how good he was in the beginning yeah. and how isolated he was before that. I feel like he had all this time... To think, to think about what he was going to but do. But now when he's thinking on his feet? Yes. Ah, yeah, like he's he had, he had, he, yeah, yeah, so like he, the, the beginning of his plan was beautiful because that's all he planned out. And he, mm, oh, that's so good. <laughs> he's, he's the NFL... The chef yeah. kisses. He's okay. the NFL oh. coach who spent... He's the NFL coach who spent the entire week mm. figuring out how to how they're going to play the first half. And then they get to the first half and they're ahead a little bit in the first half and it and gets the, to the, the second uh, half the and he goes... The other team adapts. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. and it gets to the second half and goes, oh God, I forgot to plan out the second half. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait. Oh wait. They have brains in their head. Now that they've seen what I do, now they're gonna think, oh, and then I have to think no. about what they're well, gonna think about. I feel like it takes this. him months to study art, so he's yeah. just like, oh, bring Hold me. Hold on. In I'm, look, I'm looking at Mara's shoulder pads from whenever. <laughs> from the it's taking me a while to mull them over quickly. I don't know. The there were many references in this book with Mara. There were many references to her beautiful, sexy gowns that she used to be. Yeah. Able to oh wear. yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? We kind of we kind of skipped over it a little bit, like when he was uh, questioning Mara about what she did. About how the Emperor had favorite dancers. Yeah. And I feel like that adds a layer onto the Emperor that he was kind of a sexual deviant. Yeah. I, he always yeah. had these dancers around him. Because from the movie yes. you find him is kind of just yeah. kind of very kind yeah. of gray and asexual. Like he's yeah. just kind of meandering yeah. around Death Stars I plotting dance. the doom of the galaxy. But yeah, yeah, but I don't think I, I don't think he's got I, I don't think the Emperor has his hand dolphin noise. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Maybe. Say it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think the emperor has his hand <laughs> throne room. Dolphin noise. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. So uh, we're gonna keep uh, chapter twenty-three meandering around the uh, the star destroyer. I like this sixties espionage music is playing, and they just finally get on the Falcon, fire her up, and get the heck out of there. Good thing it was in deep storage. And I like the, <laughs> I, I, I like the I like your ideas of '60s espionage music. Because yeah. um, mm. now that you said that, yes, this is this is completely. but no, it's yeah. completely a scene. Have you ever watched the old '60s okay, Avengers? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And she's even in a black uh, suit. Yes. <laughs> but it, it's it, it's not the Avengers and the Marvel Avengers. No. It's two, no, it's it's two English spies. Yeah. And it's that girl. Wait, you mean yep. Sean Connery and Uma Thurman? No. No. Oh, you guys didn't see that terrible remake? I did remake see movie. the terrible. I, I actually have not seen. I was that waiting one. for you to attack it, but you didn't jump. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, we jump on the Falcon, we blast out of here. We find out Car Card himself is a pretty darn decent pilot. Oh yeah, I love the vision here. And again, we 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 talk about this, and we've talked about this. Zon does the action scenes really very well. well. Yep. Mm -hmm. You feel. Him flying the Falcon through the middle of the pa of the, the little passageways right. inside of the Star Destroyer. Right, it's almost like very someone cool. could do that too. Right, but and they're just uh, we don't see whatever. Uh, they bring they bring up uh, also, but again, Luke and and Neil like exactly what you've been saying. 
This is still a callback. They've escaped the Death Star with the trash compactor scene and everything else. There's a little bit of a pursuit. Luke's in the gunwell again. Yep. The quad. He's on the quads. Yeah. He's shooting. What I do like that's thrown in here is again a little thing that enhances the watching of the movies is that there's a gravity shift when you go up through the gunwells. I did like that. I really I like, like that. That, that mm -hmm. you know, like there's that artificial gravity mm -hmm. keeps you one way in the Falcon, and then as you climb into the gunwell because you're on the top and bottom, it's, and I, it reverses. I, lo I love the quick drop right before this yeah. too, where they get into the Falcon. And and Card just go. It has a remarkably fast startup sequence. Mm. Of course it does. He's a smuggler. He's got to bail out of places quickly. Which is funny because when you think about it in Empire Strikes Back, and you had to smack things to make it actually start, it's really not the best running ship at that time. Yeah. So well, what? And Luke does. What does he modify? And Luke does. Make it and Luke does now? the quick. And Luke does another quick drop here. He does two other quick drops that I like here about. But I know this ship better. Yeah, but they're probably better pilots in a mm. cargo ship like this. <laughs> And the other drop of card makes some reference to some system on the ship, and Luke just goes, "This thing is so cross-wired. Han's got this so it can run out, so it can it can run with a bunch of systems out." Yeah, right. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, that droid system inside its memory core. Shut up. <laughs> That's hard. So yeah, we are, that, uh, that is not a thing. Um, so chapter twenty, oh, your cannon is now the only. Cannon. It is actually yes, it is. <laughs> Settle down, Ronnie Dude. Let's go. <laughs> Ronnie Dude. So chapter 24, we're yeah, back man. with Leia on Honiger. 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 Um, Would you stop and let the rest of us enjoy this scene? <laughs> I agree. It's a little bit more snorry. Um, but we just we just blasted out of a Star yeah, Destroyer. It is, it's the wrong, it's the wrong place for it. This, is, go this is the Al Gore story. <laughs> thread, thread. <laughs> the environmental. Her uh, talking with... Again, this again. is because the audiobook. Again, it's no Ralra. Nah, well. But um, we do have a little bit of a difference between what is now accepted canon and what was going on in this early, early part of history. Mm. Early history. Um, and here, uh, you know, Zahn sets it as that when she was killed, her mother dies, that she can remember her mother's death and that she's old enough to kind of like hold, oh, yeah. hold on to her father and stuff like and that. And see, I have always taken that. Mm -hmm. I have always taken that, whenever that's been brought up, uh -huh. I have always in my head taken that as being her adopted mother. Same. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because I we, because I, yeah, I never that she died I, young. I'm with you, be, because later huh. on, we because we never see uh, Mrs. Organa. Oh yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, interesting. Well, we, you Once do, in the prequel, you do, you do in the prequels, yeah. but we we never we never see we never hear about um, Mrs. She's Organa. never said when Alderaan gets destroyed and thinks of her. Yeah, her mother. her mother. So I, every oh, reference that they've oh, done yeah. this, even in the original series where she talks about remembering yes. her mother, yeah. I have always taken that to be her adopted mother because she makes the comment about remembering her mother before she finds out that that's not her mother. Oh, interesting. That's I. I've never thought about it like that. Yeah. Okay, I like your wavelength right now. I I'm liking it too. I'm on your vibe, man. Yeah, yeah. And and Ron, I, I'm somebody, Ronnie Dew is surfing your and wave. I'm, and I'm also <laughs> I'm also somebody I'm also somebody who comes from a mixed family. Who Same. yeah, that's your mother. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You, you still I, yeah. you still refer you. It it doesn't matter whether it was your stepmother or your adopted mother or anything else. Yeah. You you still refer to that as your mother. You may refer to more than one person as your mother, but you mm -hmm. still refer to them as your mother. But in on, so every on, reference to that, I've always taken that as being her. But on Endor, mother. Luke is asking her about her mother. Yeah, her mother. but that's before he reveals to her that she is his sister. See, and I've always and taken. Right I get. See, and I always oh, took yes. it as Luke trying to remember because he knew and he was trying to get a beat on. But on then he his comes, mother. I never remembered my mother. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but I thought that was him asking her so that he could get some memory of his actual. What mother. do you remember your mother? I don't know. I'm so coked out. <laughs> wow! Why, why, I don't think you're. Why, why am I not wearing underwear? That's yeah. That is what was going on. But with no, Carrie I, Fisher I, at that yeah, time. Yeah. I, I have always taken every reference because people always crap about that too. Well, she can't remember her mother. Blah blah blah. Well, no, she's talking about Mrs. Organa. She's talking yeah, about her adopted mother at that point. Right. Okay. Once we understand that she is adopted in that third yeah. movie specifically. Yeah. But this is a kind of a cool chapter in terms of this plot thread you know you say the reveal the, re the reveal if you will uh so these droids that have been cleaning the the comb grass um leia this entire time has been under the thought that this was during the rebellion period that these two Correct. ships had been fighting and that they yeah this crashed. was this was during clone wars it was and during the clone yes. wars which means that this has been decades they he, she's like these droids should have cleaned way more than this well yeah because there's like how much well with the droids here and he had she has chewy here hey chewy's got something to do yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, she has something she, kind of boring to do, she, but yeah. But she, still, she has Dewey, Chewie, Chewie run the calculations here. Well, for how many droids are on the planet versus, you know, the size of the planet, what the radiation would have actually been, da-da-da-da-da, how quickly could they do it? Well, all the droids here should have been able to do this in about eight years. Yep. Yeah. You know what? You know what? And I am saying longer. this as a person who is wearing a Star Trek shirt right now, mm -hmm. but we're getting kind of Star Trek territory right here. Like, this plot thread is a little bit more Star Trek it's than it 90s, is Star Wars. It's, it's 90s, yes. it's climate change, it's, yes. it's cleaning up the environment, it's Greenpeace, it's I agree. global warming. Good beat it's, on it. It's yeah. 90s, it's environmentalism, for sure. Yes, global warming. Yeah, not sure. Star Trek. Got it. <laughs> Clean up yeah. the oceans. I'm surprised they weren't living the by an ocean and we were cleaning up oil spills. Well, maybe well, your just, star destroyer well, crashed into the ocean. No, we're, no, we're planting tainted grass. Is what we're doing. <laughs> the grass sea. Yeah. yeah, there's our ocean that we need. To do. <laughs> but yeah, it's, I like the reveal of it. Oh wait, this the other war entirely. Yeah, and just thinking. Yeah. Wow, they've been oppressed for a very, and, very, and, very long time. And Leia gets very. Ex I don't know if she gets excited, no. but I get because now we she has the piece of evidence she needs. Right. She can turn these people, and so she goes to Nisteo to where they're holding Kabarak. You know, mm -hmm. and is like, hey, um, I want to... The wanna, days of humiliation or whatever. Yeah, I want to meet with the clan leaders because I need to tell them what's going on. And it's cool because mm -hmm. I love this because she enters, when she enters the city, it's like word has gone out and she has this entourage. And what I think is cool is Leia is really coming into her own as Luke. Luke has has been the Jedi brother who is kind of the cool Jedi. She's mm -hmm. been training to be a Jedi. What is her purpose though, right? You mm -hmm. know like she she's not swinging a lightsaber. She's not having the epic fights. And I liked in this early Star Wars stuff where Jedi had their own we talked about this last talent. Episode. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And so her talent is really being brought to the fore here where she is she is the awesome Jedi diplomat and she turns these people and the Nori are going to change sides. She reveals the deception and the mm -hmm. you know you get this idea hey the the downfall is coming. The Nori are going to or Nogri are going to change sides. I'm sorry I I always called them Nori okay. as a kid. <laughs> this this deal's getting worse all the time. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm. Um, chapter 25. Uh, oh, and oh, she yeah. reveals it to him, though. Yes. She reveals to the Nogai that, and then she, hey, th they've been messing with you even longer than you thought. This yeah. is actually what's going That's on. That's what I'm saying. They'll there, turn. Look at that droid. They turned it away. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then the droid is right away, and they got to go. And, yeah. and she reveals it, and she reveals it to, you know, kind of the head honchos of the Nogai society and goes, it couldn't have been going on with everybody there. Yes. Hey, all you regular people, this couldn't have been going on this long unless they knew about it. 
Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. Yep. Record Oops. scratch noise. <laughs> this is where we messed uh, up. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. Okay. See you so later. Now we can, now yep. we can jump on. Sorry. Okay. Chat. No, that's make good. Sure that was right in there. Chat Twenty-five. Five. Twenty-five. Uh, Hannah Lando aboard the Coral Vonda. I like this in the mm. Trolla room. Although all I could think of uh, was Trollala from Labyrinth. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I, but they're in the Trollo room. So what you're saying is we need to find a guy in a casino type area to set things yeah, up. Yeah, in the second yeah, movie, I was confused. By, I, at the beginning of this chapter, I was confused because I didn't remember how they got here. Oh, because they stopped oh, at the gas right. station, and then all of a sudden they're on, all of a sudden they're on the carnival freaking cruise ship. You know, all yes. I could picture when <laughs> I was a kid was Sequest DSV. This is what they're on to me. They are on a giant Sequest ship. What for the younger people? Sequest the, DSV. Oh, for the love of Sequest God, was, <laughs> Sequest was Star Trek in the ocean. Yeah, they briefly did a three oh. season show on network television that was literally Star Trek in the ocean. Mark Hamill appeared, I think, in season that? two. Yeah, we had uh, uh, Jonathan Brandis, who's dead now. Child, another child star tragedy was the Wesley Crusher of that. I universe. have them on DVD if you want to borrow them. No, I'm cool. There was a, there <laughs> Wait, was there was, a, there was a there was a dolphin that they figured out yeah. how to hook up uh, how to hook up electrodes to the dolphin, so the dolphin actually talked to you. Darwin. The dolphin's name was Darwin. They could talk. Okay, I'm done. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I said talking yeah, I'm dolphin. Good. I'm sorry. Too many bad memories of Jaws. Okay, 3D. I'm ticked. Actually, <laughs> interestingly <laughs> enough, what's the guy's name? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider was the Rob captain Schneider. of Sequest. Yeah, yes. no, I'm looking at it. Yeah, again. <laughs> you know, season one and two oh, are good. Sure. Season three went off the rails. Then they yes. decided to do some sort of other thing. Well, jo- yeah, and then Jonathan Brandis was doing a bunch of drugs, and then um, <laughs> the dolphin started doing drugs, and then everything went down. <laughs> Shut up! The dolphin was cool, and Rob Schneider left, and then uh, the dude from uh, the dude from Highlander came in. Was <laughs> cool. The dude from Highlander. Was, did he really? I didn't. I never watched season three. Was season, he in? season three became more. Mil- Duncan McLeod. No, no, became oh, more Duncan military. McLeod. Yes, and it did. so the uh, what's his name? Uh, Michael Ironside. Yeah, I literally yeah. said I'm looking at a Wikipedia. Just yeah, ask Michael, the person Mike, with the computer. Michael Iron, Ironside comes in as the it, as the I, I don't know if they were trying to mash it or what they were trying to do yeah. by bringing in the actual military guy instead of the scientist that was going to run the ship. Now, yeah, well, I think they needed to make it more actiony. So I think they Dark were losing. Force Rising. Oh yes, oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, wrong book. <laughs> Ronnie dude There's somebody out there going God I loved Sequest Yeah oh yeah Hey, Go on our Facebook let's chat Sequest Not a sponsor Hey 11 year old (laughs) Not a show anymore 11 year old me loved Sequest And Earth 2 as well. Did anybody oh, watch Earth, Earth 2? 2. Um, but okay. So, Han and Londo. Lando. Han and Londo. Lando. Okay. Aboard the a- Coral Vonda. Again, again, we're in a casino doing some... Looking for what I liked about this as a kid is this is, this is again, before the prequels. Mm-hmm. And, and George Lucas had always done very stereotypical planets. You got your desert planet, then you got your, you know, your snow planet. Now, hey, we're on a water planet. Get, now we're on a water planet. It's like we're we're filling in the circle here. The circle's now complete. All we need is a fire planet at some point here, right? <laughs> you know? Uh we Mustafar. That's not prequels <laughs> happening yet. That's prequel. We will get it in the next trilogy we do next summer. Um but uh yeah, I, I, I kind of like all this. We're kind of back to, again, kind of the, there's a 60s undercurrent going on here. We're in casinos. It's there's Casino Royale. Casino Royale. It's, ca- it's Casino here. Royale. Yeah, casinos and looking for a guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is kind of a throwaway thing, though. I mean, I, I feel like 
Zahn needed to do stuff here, and it was very rapidly creating things that don't really play out. They're looking for some guy named Hoffner, you know, who's got some sort of location on the... So wait, Katana just want to make sure here. You're saying looking for a guy yep. in a casino for a specific job yeah. who actually does nothing to help you for that job is actually a terrible idea. And yes. Then, and, then the, yes. and then the casino blows up. And then the casino blows yeah. up because stuff the, happens to run through it. This is a fun scene and an entire throwaway scene. You're right. That is yeah. almost very throwaway. It's almost like people who were making a movie could have realized that when they read the book. Yes. Oh, are you talking about uh, We've Last We've been talking Jedi? about that ever since I said Casino. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone else knew what I was doing. What are you talking Keep about? going, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> he still doesn't realize it. No, like, I know you're talking about Last Jedi. Yeah, now. Yeah. It's exactly the same thing. It's the exact same mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, I've been aware of what you've been saying from the beginning. Oh. He had no reaction to it. You saw no reaction, right? Yeah. Oh, because I've been riding the Ronnie Dew. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm not going to react to it. And, obvious. And, yeah. and this is a much better casino scene and compared to the I agree. Yes. They do this because, way better. Because of what actually happens, and there's actual more stakes involved. Yeah. That's what I'm going to say. This is a lot of fun. I really like this chapter, but in the end, we don't really... It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do much, you well, know? Who, we just, who ended up capturing the guy? Sorry, I'm trying to remember. Farrier. Didn't, Far didn't Farrier capture him and bring him to whatchamacallit? To okay. Thrawn. Thrawn. Yeah. So in the end, really, I mean... It does accelerate it the plot. It lets them know where the Katana fleet is as well yeah. as everyone else. So now, it'll play out in the end when, out, the, yes, when the Imperials get there so first. So I get it, but you could have yeah. just done that as a side scene of Farrier. Hey, got him. Here you go. Yeah, yeah. There's, well, some, there's some padding, it feels, a little bit going on. But it's fun. It's fun yeah, padding. It's, fun. And, and, it's and, like bubble wrap. And they'll sit around and pop it. And they're the Empire, <laughs> and they're going to they're gonna do what they need to do to right. get their job done. But it... it, it all of a sudden, the Empire showing up and blasting a cruise ship to pieces feels a little feels a little much for me at this point. Oh, really? I see. I see them doing this. I mean, they're, they're blowing up Nazis. cities yeah. and stuff. They are I'm space blowing Nazis. Blowing up planets. I mean, this is nothing. Casinos that they don't control. <laughs> Sounds good. True. Yeah. Blowing up planets. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. So into twenty six. Into twenty six, the gang and Card are revealing the Katana fleet stuff to the Republic Council. Stuff. Uh, we got council scenes here, and we got failure. So politics, your Pol favorite. Take my it favorite. Away. I don't like any of. I'm this. in charge. Uh, I'm really the one in charge here. I'm in charge. Yeah. Uh, uh, I really picture uh, with a higher yeah. pitched voice, though. Yeah, in all honesty, yeah. with failure. Yeah, just well, because. Well, I'd be in charge right now, and it sounds a little more fun to me. Well, you know what? There's one thing that I'm gonna book. I'm gonna praise Zahn for though. When he's been describing failure and the Bothans, he always talks about how their fur is rippling and stuff. I like how you get this kind of cat feel. With them, like you know, when they're distressed, they're kind of hackles up, and then they kind of smooth themselves over. I I kind of like the feel, the slinkiness, the, the slinkiness, the slinky sneakiness, almost, sneakiness which of this fits in with his whole political machination. Yeah, exactly. Because we around everything. That's what Star Wars works best when it's yeah. archetypes. You know, I mean, Jabba is a slug. You know, uh, you know, hit the nail on the head. There. Star Wars is not supposed to be deep a lot of the times. It's supposed to play with very surface true. level very archetypes. Yeah, you know, yeah. um, so I, I like I like all this stuff. Like Card plays him. Per Card plays him completely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, or at least believes he's playing him completely. Yeah. Car and Card just like, no, I have the information, and I will give the information when I want to give the information. Yeah. And there's this whole like infighting, blah blah. blah. The end of the whole story is basically right. 
Han is is going to jump on board. They're going to get Wedge. They're going to wake up Wedge and like, hey, we're going after the fleet. Failia's trying to block us. We're just going after it. We need this fleet no matter what. Be damned if we we get any repercussions for this. Yes. And they just go out and do this. I like this because this is our heroes going back to being heroes. Like and heroes and, and rebels. And, and rebels. being stuck on, okay, you Bureaucracy. have to follow this regulation, then you have to follow this you have, regulation. Yeah. You need this permit to do this, but then you need yeah. this order from you here. You have to fill out Form 849C yeah. in order it, to, to take this that. ship here. Yeah, because we all know the bureaucracy, the people in charge always like to have their meetings and their bureaucratic and the bowl. Back together. And the, yes, the gang's and the gang back together we, doing we, a cool mission. We get the gang back together doing a cool mission and it is like we did in our stinger is it's wedge has been doing these escort missions he's been doing all this like yeah. regular random like diplomatic crap like yes. mili like like military going to find Show water and doing all this other crap and then find and he gets a random call from Luke in the middle of the night going hey you want to get into some trouble oh god yes, oh yes please, please. <laughs> I don't care if I get court-martialed over this yes and I love it because then you know Phalia finds out about it and and you know they get on the board their frigate and and Phalia and Leia are going after him. It's like, I love how Zahn, and sometimes it's contrived, sometimes it's not, but it gets all of the characters kind of funneling into the same location. And we got everybody funneling into the same location for an for an. Well, end. we've got three chapters left. We need to get everybody yeah. in the same location <laughs> for our climax. Otherwise, the end of this book's going to be real weird. That's it's <laughs> but he's, I feel he's going more with Endor than any of the other movies as his template. Because Endor has the most plot threads that are coming yeah. together, all going mm -hmm. together at the same time at the end. Chapter 27, five days out of Coruscant. Uh, the first expedition comes out of hyperspace, spot dreadnoughts, and deploy the X-Wings. And the Force tells Luke to explore a specific ship, which turns out to be the Katana. Should we go to the closest one? No, I think we should go to the third one back. Yeah. Why? Uh, and I, and a Force again, premonition. Uh, and, the and Jedi again, said so. And again, we have Han here going, all right. Follow the kid. Right. So they're going there, and all of a sudden, boom! The escort frigate, the Quenfis, appears, and Captain oh. Virgilio places the boarding party under arrest. Damn you, failure! Right. I like that there. Yeah. I, I like that there's multi levels going on here. That you have the the you know our our heroes trying to do one thing. You have the Republic fighting against them in some ways under mm -hmm. under well, the yeah. auspices of failure, and you'll have the Empire coming in here. You're gonna have Garm Belliblis coming in here. Mm -hmm. You're going to have you know a, a Card and his people coming in here. It's it's a cluster, and, and I as, love it. As benevolent a leader as she has been here, Mon Mothma is like doing the political thing. Where She's like, Cause okay, because she has, to in, she has yes. to in her role. Going well, technically, Phalia would be the senior person. Da, da, yeah. da, da, da. See, and part well, of, we're at the fleet now. She's gone. Part she's of back with all this, the fact yeah, but she gave Phalia the power, power to do this instead yeah. of giving, or instead of giving Leia right. the power yeah. to command. Which this. is why I'm Team Bell. Oh, at this point, yeah. <laughs> so the other part right now with this fact that there's so many all these people who they're not really sure what their role is. That's yeah. why I'm excited when this Mandalorian is going to come out because it's mm. showing the under part, not the okay. Here's the main heroes who are saving everything. It's the nice seedy underbelly of yes. Hey, there's this random guy. I'm just trying to get food right now. <laughs> yeah, I right. just want to do something I'm like this. Hungry. Captain, he's like, well, I gotta follow my orders. Well, all right, fine. Well, yeah, it's I like gonna it. it's gonna get money on my table to possibly support well, my family that I have with my two kids back home, <laughs> and my wife isn't happy that I keep going on all these missions. And why did I just wake up this backstory? for this character. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also, this is the character, as we find out here, is he has stacked this ship 
Failure yep. has stacked this ship with his yes. loyalty. His loyalty. His, the people it's, loyal to him. And so therefore, everybody, we, we get to this point here where we feel all is lost as the Empire's here and the boarding Captain Brandi shows up with the with his Judicator uh, and detects all the rebel boarding party. He sends out his TIE fighters. we got a complete fight on our hands. This is awesome. This would visually be a very stunning ending and, climactic. And we have cuts. We, we, <laughs> yeah, we have, a lot of cuts. Yeah, we have an awesome um, moment here where... You know, everybody's coming in, and we have the Empire, like, TIE fleet, and the transports are coming in, and of course the smuggler's able to hotwire the katana to get one shot off. I love this part, yeah. I love it. Yeah. He did, well, you know, he did technically serve in the fleet for a while. (laughs) (laughs) That's some history, it's fine. Oh, and Luke's got to say No, that actually is canon. It's okay. That what actually, do you gotta say? Or, uh, that actually, that Uh-oh. actually, Uh-oh. What, that actually Uh-oh. was established. The sigh right now. Oh, yeah, what was it's, established? It's, it's a forty-year-old ship, or it's a twenty-year-old ship. Whatever it happens, forty. I think it's forty. 40. I think it has to be forty because Luke. I, I picture Luke right now. He's what twenty-three, maybe in this. And actually, they do. They do do. A I mean, I'm almost a forty-year-old ship. I got well, I mean, plenty actually, of shots left the, in my gun. Actually, they do do a couple <laughs> drops in here when they're talking about the Katana fleet, about the fact that how you know it's not like driving your car down the road, right? Because when you're in the vacuum of space, you're not taking on like oxidized particles and yeah. stuff like that. That you know ruin your car or whatever. That you know the fleet would that a spaceship could, so and that's something Star Trek's talked about. Too. Oh, for sure, for sure. But I, I like that they get off this one last shot, or only shot, from the ship, and then they got to prepare for a boarding party, right? But they do their damage. I mean, they take out some ships. It's it's a good, it's quite the shot. And the boarding party gets there, and Luke's had a little itch in the back of his head. He's like, I know what's, I know where they are. I know what's going on, but this... Nothing feels this, right. This feels weird. Their gives, minds. This gives their me, minds feel wrong. This gives me a rumbly mm-hmm. and a tumbly. <laughs> right. Yep. Uh, I like this scene as they're getting boarded because we're gonna just let's just say all twenty eight and twenty nine. Luke, we're you're, all gonna ju- you're gonna jump on me for something here. When we were talking about just, the just old for shot. yeah, oh, oh, no, no, oh, it, was just, oh. it was just for picking and choosing your uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars canon. That's all. No, that was actually oh. that was actually something. From, and, then, and then I was gonna call you a forty year old ship. Yes, uh, that, <laughs> but that that was actually some that was actually something mm. set up from now legends, but original canon before mm. the whole like solo movie or anything like that. That Han was originally a member of the Imperial fleet. Mm-hmm. I thought it made a call I actually, to it earlier in this book. I actually, point, I actually think everything that they created in Legends was a very cool thing. That what was on his pants was these Corellian blood stripes. That he was part of the uh, of of the fleet. Uh, his getting kicked out, like the comics and the books that surround all of that, are actually really cool and are cooler than anything they've done so far with the movies. Um, it's it's kind of epic, kind of. And, and again, yeah, that I think, Green Rabbit, dude. I think uh, not those comics, <laughs> <laughs> not those comics. Um, so they get the, they get the one on. shot off. The boarding party's coming on. We have a firefight here in the corridor. I like that there's this little around. the mini the mini two legged walker that they're able to kind of get into and shoot a little bit. Well, yeah, because somebody somebody well 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 crap was going down and everybody was going insane on the ship. Yeah, somebody brought them somebody brought the two legged walker into the ship and right. got it stuck. Rich, by the way, Spectre of the Past, Vision of the Future, two books that Thrawn will or Zahn will end up doing. Very cool, uh, and they got a hive mind s- stuff. No, you get a, who made that? Legends aren't canon crap. I just made it now. Change Luke my mind. I hate change my mind, people. They're such douchebags. Okay, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So we have we have these quick little moments. We have these fighting scenes. They're taking people down. We flip back to the New Republic. 
on on the ship. We flip back to Leia and Phalia. Phalia's had Leia and Card no, locked not. into a room. Oh, never mind. Yep. At which point he goes in to talk to them and like pulls a blaster on them because he's that big of a dude. Pretty much, you're all under arrest. You're all criminals. Does this whole thing, and I love that that card baits him or Leia baits Leia. him. Card baits. Card, baits him card, baits card him. starts it and Leia's making sure that somehow it's all it passes the little, and, dro- and drops yeah. a note. Passes the little note that says, "Hey, turn on the the speakers to all the ships." And One yeah. could say he's a masturbator. <laughs> That's low. Like, that's really low level right there. <laughs> what is Really? You were the one who started hey, the whole slide and he knows the pants of our But we get a little, we, we do, we get a little shot of, Leia's, of, of Leia having a, a little bit of force ability again here. Yeah. Because she's able to turn the switch. And even she's surprised that she did it silently. <laughs> yes. Right, right. Which is good. Yeah. Because you know it's that 1970s switchboard where it's just a bunch of buttons that really can't be pushed and a giant toggle switch. And that's what she flicked. Clerk silently. <laughs> they get failure. They get failure to emit over the loudspeakers in the ship and over over every 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 comm channel that he doesn't care about the people in the military because the people in the military are only there to further his to goals. Further his goals. So who cares if they die? Right. Which pisses off all the military guys. It's a right. good thing to say even surrounded by your own men. <laughs> Yeah, it's awful. But I love this. Oh, I'm yeah. like, I'm like half mini fist pumping while I'm like, I'm reading this. Like, this is, I think this is a low key uh, kind of climax to a book. It doesn't feel as epic as it could be. But this is the mm-hmm. middle of a trilogy. This feels pretty good. We're after this, you know, dark fleet, which will kind of, of be a maker. And the captain does be. A make or break yes. for either side, whichever yeah. takes. And it, the captain you know. doesn't yell at him, doesn't Katana do anything. Fleet, dark force, just simply dark fleet. Captain just simply <laughs> walks through the door with a couple guards and goes, "You're you need to go back to your you need to go to your room." <laughs> yeah. Well, what what's going on? And the two guards have guns trained on him. You yeah. need to go to your room. Go lay by your dish. Yep. And this is where everything turns. We've got the last Jedi scene uh, where they don't necessarily put the ship to light speed, but they ram the ship into the other yeah. one, which is which is cool. Rogue One. Yeah, yeah a little Rogue a little One. push the ship yeah. along. Yes. Which Rogue One? Good. Very good. Yeah, which we, has entered my again, personal canon. We, we, we are, but again, the Katana the Katana is dead in the water, but the Katana still still controls the slave circuits. Yes. Yep. Right. So they're able to grab another ship with the slave circuit and Fire it off. I like this, this and I like. I love cool. how I love how Lando's his spotter here too. Yeah, uh, he's like, keep going, keep going. Uh, little uh, little uh, part, little yep. part, little there. part, right there. <laughs> and go. I, I I like that. But uh, so the Empire is defeated. They leave. <laughs> um, as as this goes on, right before this happens, though, we have Luke who just sends a bunch of stormtroopers out into space. Mm-hmm. These are some cool... Luke Skywalker. Murderer. Mass murderer. Ah, they had something funny in their minds. Something weird in their minds. Yeah, did it. So hang on. So they had something weird in their minds in those troopers. Yet the people who had something weird on the fact of capturing his sister, that wasn't weird in their minds? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying this is a space adventure. They were trying to capture, not kill. On a space adventure, you you just got to kill people. They're being fired at. people on a space adventure. They could have been sent to stun. You don't know what color the blast Uh, was. Here's here's my question here, too, as well. It never says that he catches his lightsaber again before he jumps through the blast doors closing. Uh, No, but... No. (laughs) Of course he does. I didn't read it. Of course, it has to happen. I was like, wait a minute, so he just blasted that out and he just threw his lightsaber away? Well, I guess he can make another one, but still. <laughs> it's floating in space, it's fine. It seems wasteful. 
Yeah, I think he brought it back. He finds it he when they go to fight. Oh, and during yeah. all this too, we have Mar we have Mara who's out in the space battle in her little ship blasting around, and then oh. she gets and then she gets hit, yeah. tries to like line up. She lines up her ship to yes. be a missile, but she doesn't get out cor correctly, so she gets a concussion and she's being blasted out of the ejection right. seat in her ship. All of her like all of her stuff except like barely her life support is going. Right, and yeah. she's just floating out there without a beacon. Which is kind of yeah. cool because isn't it Luke that rescues her? Well, yeah, because yeah. there's no way in all that rubble like, you're going to find one person. But it's kind person. of a callback. In the first book, Mara kind of picked up Luke and his distress from deep True. space. Yes. She, he's picking, you know, maybe heavy-handed, but I like that these two people... One, well, we got one, seven and, pages here. we got to fill. We got to finish up the book. Yeah, we, we can't gotta, leave her... We got to reestablish the sexual tension at the end. Yeah, we, I, <laughs> I agree. I agree. And, and even, Luke's, even Luke's going, I don't know why I'm doing this. Yeah, because they're meant to be together. It's either the Force or... Just the force. That's yeah, it. For there's sure. There's no it other option. Your so, but it's the it's the uh, it's Do the it. end here. The Empire is defeated. They flee. But again, we have the they same thing that happened. We have the same thing that happened at Sluis Band, where Thrawn's like, "Well, it's one defeat, but it doesn't end the war." And the Brandeis says the same thing. Well, it's, it's a minor defeat, but it hasn't ended the war. You're kind but, of losing. Well, but, yeah, because they got 185 yeah. ships out of the deal. This time, it's true. They have a, over 180 some dreadnoughts. There's only 15 left, right? So it's actually a big lose. Uh, which again, the the structure of a trilogy, as as thrown out by Lucas, is that the middle one throws your heroes into a dark hole. Well, he has not thrown our heroes into a dark enough hole. For sure, yeah, yeah mm -hmm. for sure. And we do have this. Um, we do have these th these things that are going off. The reason that Thrawn didn't show up himself to yeah. come in and do this is we have Seabass again messing everything up. Seabass yep. shows up, mm -hmm. says, "I'm yep. getting on your ship and I'm going to take over the Empire now." Yeah, and yep. Thrawn is just like, "Oh God, I got to deal with this." Yeah, <laughs> and let's yeah, talk about those stormtroopers. Mild dolphin. Mild, oh, mild dolphin. Well, let's talk about those stormtroopers that had the funny thought before we wrap up. Yes, here. Yeah. yes, yeah. because yeah, funny thought, and that funny thought was what? How brutal! This is a gruesome scene when you think about it. Han calls him back to the ship, goes with a uh, with a. Uh, you better come look at this cliche. Brings him back over to the ship, and I just have a vision of just like a like storage bay. Of stormtroopers storm lined up. Yes. I picture at the end scene where it's all of them in the water tank. Of all the Hugh Jackmans in the water tank. Oh, yeah. No, That's how I picture in the stormtroopers. Oh, they're just in there waiting. Yep, yeah. They're just laying on the floor. I'm yeah, they that. are just They're just laying on the floor in the dread. Very dog. creepy. All, all lined yes. up, super creepy, and you look down and you realize they all have the same face. Right. And again, this goes into a very kind of intricate plot device that's been going on that only if you're reading a book, this would maybe even be difficult for a movie to translate, but that the Empire is really the in need of, of people. Yep. And yep. so how where are they going to get all these people? There's no way they can recruit this fast. And so this is a big reveal because like, oh, he's growing them. He's got enough. He can. He has enough people for the entire Katana fleet and anything else he acquires. He's got the people and the troops to do what he's trying to we're do. Take these clones. We're gonna go to war. Yeah. Now and of course, Spider-Man. And of course, you end the book with, "I've got a bad feeling about this." Of course, you do. Yeah. You know, but no, remember, it's it's like it's cl it's cliche now, but at the time, no, it's perfect. It was the first time ever done. Yeah. It's, it's, it's per I've got a bad feeling about this. Yeah, me too. 
So, so we've reached the end of the book real quick. Uh, thoughts on where we stand right now before entering the final phase of this trilogy? So are trilogy? we giving our final review to this book? Yes. I think so. Yeah, let's do the final review to this book. Yes. So, uh... As par for the course. Dark Force Rising. Final thoughts. Neil. <laughs> Hello, children. I know most of you are actually older than me, but I'm still going to call you children right now. Just because that's the way it seems, and it fits a little better. And someone's husband told me to say this specifically in this way to make fun of someone else calling themselves Uncle Klopp. Hi, Danny. <laughs> Hi, Danny. Shout out, bud. <laughs> if he's still listening. If you're still listening, words. Danny, that was for you, man. See, the way you said that made it sound like Danny's my husband. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said that. Danny. You're welcome. Danny, we know you're not Uncle Klopp's husband. And he's not even your uncle, so it's okay. But anyway, <laughs> as I said at the end of the last one, I gave it that slate recommend, yep. you know, with the thoughts. And and I said, this had to get better. Yep. Okay, it got better. Mm-hmm. But the way, what I'm thinking of how the first Star Wars movie went to the second one, of how big of the gap there was in my mind watching it, I was kind of expecting that same gap here of, this had better be a lot better. Mm-hmm. It's better... But it didn't have that big enough a jump. Like you said, they're not in enough peril here at the end. I feel like it's not really setting up a huge ending. It's like, mm. uh, eh, it happened. Yeah. I mean, it. you have to read it to continue on with the whole story, but eh. Yeah. So I will still, you know, it was better than the last one in my mind. I still slight recommend, but overall as a trilogy right now, Still hasn't pulled me well enough. Hmm, interesting. That if it wasn't a Star Wars book, I don't know. Oh, so kind of a not recommend in some way. Kind of recommend, kind of not. I'm still yeah. torn. It hasn't done enough to interesting yep. pull me, other than the fact it has Star Wars on the cover. <laughs> and that's about it. Interesting. And not the first issue Star Wars cover Correct. where, where yes. it's shiny. Yes. It's, just it's just muted and it's just muted. one dimension. It's all very dark right now, yes. <laughs> Papa Club, how about you? Hey, kids. Oh, God. <laughs> Your Uncle Club here. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm still in. I, 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 again, I am pull. I fully admit, I am pulling stuff from when I first read this mm. series. I'm pulling stuff from how much I enjoy this universe, how much I enjoy Zahn's take on this universe. Does it have issues? Of course it has issues. Um, again, I agree, Neil. I agree completely with you. We're not in enough peril here. Mm-hmm. There is not enough. Mm-hmm. If we ended, if we ended with the 150 ships fully staffed flying through space, mm-hmm. I think yes. that would have given me more urgency. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Then I, I think Han even makes the drop. Well, it could be a couple months. It could be a year. I'm like, no. Like you fly the ships back and like all, or like if the entire dreadnought fleet that they stole showed up right here at the mm-hmm. end, right before they mm-hmm. left, mm-hmm. and went, oh god, they're all here. We have to bail. You know, yes. Again, they're not in enough peril here. Right. They're not in enough peril. I do, the politics are getting a little bit much for me, um, just because you, I failure can go to hell. <laughs> Don't be I a failure, just, people. I, I, I failure annoys me every time he's spoken in these two books. Mm-hmm. Every mm-hmm. time he's come across the page, I'm like, yeah, cool, you know. But again, he just comes. I'm <laughs> <laughs> If I were king of the empire, 
Republic. Republic. Whatever. Jeez. <laughs> Call ourselves fans. I um. So I could do without that. Again, he writes the characters that I have in my head. Han comes across as Han. Luke comes across as Luke. Thanks. Uh, Mara is again. Mara Jade is one of my f- favorite characters in this universe yes, ever. Yes. yes. Um, and I like. I, I'm really looking forward to the getting back to the third book because I remember now some of the things that happened in the third book that I really enjoyed, and so I'm looking forward to revisiting that. Uh, it is a recommend just because I. This again, it is a made-up universe. It is a made-up universe. You can go and do whatever you want with it. Um, none of the, none of this stuff. We're not rewriting history. We're mm-hmm. not doing anything. It's just a made up. It's different stories from a made up universe. Whether it's you're talking about the movies, whether you're talking about the books, whether you're talking about um, the cartoons, the prequels, any of that. It's a made up universe. Right. Uh, te- te- technically, in my head, I'm I still think of the fact that Thor lived inside Donald Blake, a human, for a very long time <laughs> in the '70s in the cartoon, or excuse me, in the comics. He came to Earth with and, Hulk, and, um, and in that movie. Well, no, but but if you look at that, that's been totally retconned when you look at the re- with, when you look at the Avengers universe. Yeah. However, I still enjoyed a lot of those stories where it was very where Thor was very similar to Hulk in that respect, as they were two separate entities yeah. living in one body. Yeah, I'm talking the Lou Ferrigno movie. That was a good one. <laughs> Don't you dare knock anything that, again... I have the box that, set. That, I that am, late I National am, Treasure Bill Bixby it. ever did. Bill Bixby is right up there for me. Yes. Um, but no, Love this is it. a rec- this is a recommend for me. This is a this is a take it and enjoy it. This mm-hmm. is this is take it, enjoy it, take what you want from it. Zon writes well. That's that's the bottom line for me uh-huh. here. Is Zon Zon writes well. Zon writes these characters well. Where you want to fit that into your own personal multiverse is completely up to you. But it's an I, I still find it an enjoyable read. Luke, what's up, dude? <laughs> no, I am your uncle. No, uh, okay. We weren't going to tell you about that. <laughs> that makes our kissing really weird. Wow, <laughs> that's okay. I'm kind of okay. kind of Uncle Seabass. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, Dark Force Rising. I'm gonna keep my final thoughts short, sweet, to the point. Mm, good. Um, mm. ironic. I will. I you know I guess I don't remember exactly what I said last time. Mm-hmm. I will kind of redact my troublesome thoughts about the first one mm. because re- uh, going through this one, I remember what I felt about mm-hmm. the first one because you know on the first one. When we did it for the podcast, it was a retread for me, and I actually, mm-hmm. I, I don't like retreading any books. Yeah. It's just my thing. I don't like to do it. Um, uh, Pierce Brown, we're going to retread you in a month and a half. No, I mean, like, I don't I don't like to go he over... He doesn't reread a book yeah. again. No, well, he already read that book. No. Oh, no, no you haven't, no, I have haven't. you? I've been waiting. Oh, I've been yeah, waiting. Yes. Oh, okay, never mind. No, so we're okay. Good. Um, <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but no, I... I I like this. I recommend it. Mm-hmm. It does have I don't reading these books in a post, you know, uh epilogue world of the movies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It it does make things weird. Yeah. Um I still like the movies. I'm not going to not mm-hmm. I I think Star Wars kind of 
has to be a movie, especially mm-hmm. for like for the droids, for art, for the droids, and for Chewbacca. Right. You know, some of the best characters. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, they don't translate well. You know, yeah, page. yeah, not at all. Yep. There's no service done to these characters in these books. But you know, I, w- I would recommend Dark Force Rising. I'd recommend the one before that, Heir to the Empire. Thank you, Luke. Um, <laughs> I was no, sending no. it through. I was sending it to you through the Force. Oh, thanks, Bob. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, you know, it does. I, I will stand by that trash compactor being just ridiculous in this book. But <laughs> anyway, Bob. Um, where are you and Ronnie do sitting? Me and Ronnie do. Uh, how, are we, uh, how are we sitting on this book? Um, again, I'll start out by saying, like you, Klobuchek, uh, this book, if I was having to be stranded on a desert island and all I could have was, like, one set of Star Wars books, like, that would ever happen, uh, it would be this trilogy. So, I'm, you know, nothing that I would say uh, would malign the fact that this is my favorite Star Wars trilogy of mm-hmm. all time. And I, I love everything that happens in here. And it's embedded with nostalgia in my childhood. Um, but returning to it with that critical eye, you know, uh, that, that once you have a podcast that you're reviewing things and trying to pull things out. Um, this book, um, I'll, I'll have to see when revisiting the next book. But this one was weaker for me uh, than I thought it was going to be. Uh, again, Zahn writes wonderfully. And... What seems to be hyperbole, which is that you can hear the voices of the characters in your head and you can hear the music playing, is completely true with with this series. The, the trouble is, I think, with this book is that there is kind of a lack of um, epic, amazing things happening. There's a lot of character development that's needed. Um, I feel like it's a quieter book. Um, but it does, I think, delve into that Star Trek territory, which I like because I'm a big Star Trek fan. But it, a lot of the things that happen with the clones and environmental things and just kind of character development and betrayal and politics. You're right, Luke, where it's it's not the, the, the big screen Star Wars. You know, a lot of people were like, I'd like to see these books on the big screen. No studio could do it because I don't think this middle book would translate very well to the big screen. Mm, uh, that's a very good point. You know, you know, scenes, but maybe, cerebrally, in my mind, this is an amazing book, and I like it for its quieter kind of cerebral quality with the politics and the you know interplay. But I don't think it. I don't think it. Uh, it has the height of excitement that maybe a theatrical Star yeah. Wars should have. You know, um, so I guess my final analysis, of course, I recommend it. I like, rec- you know, anybody ask me, wow. what? of course, I recommend this. Wow. Book. Shocker. But I am also shocked at myself and how going back to it, yeah. I can see the faults in this one. Or I don't know if I'd call it faults. You but can look at it with a critical eye. Yeah, I can look at it with a critical eye and go like, mm, well, You've popped. You've some pop- things. The rose colored glasses. You've popped. You've popped one lens out of your rose colored glasses. One lens. I can see it. Every one eye. My weak. My non-dominant eye Every is looking at this. Every once in a while, you might roll your critical eye. <laughs> oh, oh, funny. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Um, so recommend, but... <laughs> You've never looked at me like that. That's pretty good. Well, that's it. We that are at the it? end of Dark Force Rising. Drop the mic on episode 28, yeah. Hey, 
Listen. Oh, no, 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 not that Chap- one. Chapter not that 29, one. Or, or episode 29 is coming up, Last Jedi. Hopefully we can roll, wait, Christmas wait, break is coming wait, up. Last Jedi? Oh, last Jesus. <laughs> the <laughs> last, it's called The Last Jedi? The Last Command. Let's see, they stole the last than command. I from these. Last Command is coming up. So yeah, episode 29, Last Command. <laughs> Is it? Hey, so by all means, go onto our Facebook. Uh, grab, get yourself in on the Lando Calrissian giveaway. Please follow the rules. Uh, like us on Facebook, and then we it's will. The next episode, we will drop that password in the next episode. You'll have to slide into our DMs um, to tell us what that password <laughs> Dad, is. Dad, no, <laughs> it, it, it's not, it's not cool <laughs> when we're approaching forty and we're doing it. It's not cool. No, you're going to send us a direct message. Yes. Please. With the password. With that password. As long as you've liked our Facebook page. We'll, we'll, so, we'll, we'll, like, baby step you through it next time. And that, and that, my friends. And and remember, we'll get you into the pool, and in the pool, we're going to mix you up, and we're going to pull one of you out. And we're going to send you a can of Colt 45. That's not legal, so we can't do that. (laughs) Why are you stretching your shirt out right now? I don't know. You know, all right, you know so, nobody can see it. So just leave it alone. All right, so by all means, so get all in. times you guys have done Shut up! <laughs> get into our Facebook page. Um, if you want to talk to us, if you want to be mentioned on the show, if you want to just drop a line, agree with us, disagree with us, maybe just give us your own thoughts. Straighten us up on our Star Wars timeline. Do get, get on our Facebook page. I know we share a lot on other sites and on other uh, Facebook pages, but if you res- we do the same posts on our Facebook page. Yeah. So come to our Facebook page, give us a follow, and then if you, if you want to talk to us directly, like hit us it. up right there. Yeah. Or yeah. yeah. Usually what happens, I share it out to tons of Facebook pages. We get too many replies, so we just default to talking about what's on our Facebook page. You know, unless something crazy has happened on something else. So so I tell you what, we have a, I have one last set of shots over there. Oh, uh, I don't know if I need any. Yeah, we got... Ronnie Doo! Ronnie Doo! I got one last set of shots over there. It's actually a beautiful... Mustafarian Sunrise Tequila. It's actually brewed on site with the Ooh. fires of lava and the so, ashes of Lord Vader inside. So it. before the next episode, go get yourself some Ron Diaz and some <laughs> do, and you can run not and do along with the rest of us. Not a, do. Not, a no, not the rest of us. Not, a not the rest of us. <laughs> not a, Ron Diaz. Honey, not a sponsor. Sweetheart, sweetheart, sweetheart. Yeah, bring them all over. Um, he. I tell you what. I've got the Falcon warming up outside. You're not driving oh, anywhere. Nothing new. Not a sponsor. <laughs>
Okay, let's do it. All X-Wings, we'll do a one-on-one. Choose your target and go. Yeah. 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 Yeah.